It's the Pizza Party Podcast. Who are you people? Hey, it's I'm, Jim. I'm doing commissions right now, but I'm also going to be filling in for Ken. And that's Nolan, everyone, and I'm Pen Pizza. Yeah, Ken could not be here today. He what happened to Ken? I wanna fuck Sayaka Mickey. Ah, I fucking hate Pen's videos. Pen's <laughs> videos <laughs> suck dick. Ah, I'm Ken. No. <laughs> I'm I'm Ultraman. <laughs> These are good Ken really? impressions. Yeah, Ken will probably be back next podcast because he spilled water on his laptop. Idiot. Wah, wah. Allegedly water. We don't know. Oh, allegedly water. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what he did. It could have been, you know, that LeBron Sprite that's out there. <laughs> LeBron Sprite? There's a Sprite. And it's like LeBron, it says LeBron mixture on it, you know, which Sha- I don't even want to know what that is. You know, Shaquille O'Neal has his own soda, yeah, Shaq, D- Shaq drink or whatever it was. See, you can have your own soda and that's fine. But until you do what Kiss did with their comic book, I say it's not worthy because oh. Kiss, you know what Kiss did, right? What did they do? So this is like this isn't a crazy story. Like they actually filmed them doing this. They they had a comic book with Marvel Comics. They had their they had blood taken and they actually put their blood into the ink that was in the comics. Whoa. Like there's That's actual so footage cool. of this. Yeah, it's it's a real thing. Like it, and they really did it. I was like, I can't believe but anytime I see a drink, I'm like, unless you're gonna go to kiss levels, I'm not gonna drink it. I wanna drink LeBron's blood. I wanna be better. Hopefully he doesn't have diseases. I don't know. <laughs> oh well it's not like you're getting like a... Uh, what's the, what's who that guy from the eighties? Magical. Oh, Magic Johnson. Magic whoa. Johnson. Oh. Whoa, whoa. Or you could be like, what if it's like in the Incredible Hulk, and I'm like Stan Lee, and then I die of of radioactive poisoning. Oh, Maybe yeah. they're radioactive monsters. Or what if it's like Spider Man Rain, where he like jizzes into Mary Jane, and then she dies because she gets cancer from his radioactive semen. That actually happened. That's a, that's an actual comic book, people. That happened? Yeah, that's an that actual comic. Happened. That, Whoa. That, um, Marvel wanted to do something super edgy and dark, like, because Batman did something similar. I mean, Batman was starting to do the edgy dark thing that became popular, and they were like, shit, what can we do? And then um, they got somebody to write that. Yeah, someone um, they wrote wanted that down. To, and it, it, oh, it was like the Dark Knight Returns or something. It was about the story where older Batman returns. Oh, in the 80s? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know like that. Bat- it, it was a similar story with Spider-Man. He, go, he stops being Spider-Man because he killed Mary Jane with his radioactive semen, I, th- I think. <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> Damn. I can't Talk about this. getting... There's a sex Fuck. joke there somewhere. Oh, there you go. I was trying to be more clever, but... Oh, shut up. <laughs> I was like, trying to come up with something. I don't know. But speaking of radioactive liquids, like, I, I remember in the Stan, the, the second Hulk live-action movie where uh, where Stan Lee was getting that drink and it had, like, a bit of this, uh, Bruce Banner's blood in there. I thought yeah. Stan Lee was going to be the villain of that movie. That would have been that fucking amazing. <laughs> I know. Cool. But, uh, but I like, how many... I, what? 
How many canon Stanleys are there in the MCU? There's, there's old chess playing Stanley. Well, then you have to get into because X Men and Spider Man aren't MCU, so well, that's Spider-Man a different. Well, now, but the old ones, he was in the last of Spider Man, and that doesn't count. But I think he's the, his best one, even though it's a bad movie, was the first uh, Andrew Garfield Spider Man in the library with the headphones. I, I, I actually think that's my favorite one. I'm waiting for the movie wasn't that bad. I'm waiting for all the Stan Lees and Bruce Campbells in the Spider Man universe just to cross into each other. Oh, I would. I miss Bruce Campbell in the Spider. He was so good. He was my favorite part. Yeah, I remember. Who, who, who did Bruce Campbell play? I forget. Um, in the first, oh, okay, in the first one, he was the ringside announcer for the wrestling match, and he named Spider Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's the guy who go. I'm. He where Tobey Maguire goes the human spider, and he goes, "Dude, that sucks." I heard he was at a he convention. He was at a convention and he literally said, I'm the most important character in every Spider-Man movie that I've been in. If you think about it, is in the first one, he gives him his name. In the second one, he's the only person who can stop Spider-Man. And in the third one, he has a, he's always at a major plot point is Bruce Campbell. Yeah, because <laughs> in the second one, he stopped him from watching Mary Jane's uh, performance. Th- third one, I think he was a, a, wa- uh, a waiter at a fancy restaurant. Well, it was the restaurant where he was going to propose to Mary Jane. Oh, yeah. Bruce Campbell is the most powerful Spider-Man villain. Oh, that should have been how they wrapped up the trilogy. It was like, didn't you see? I was behind this the entire time. I heard they were going to make a Mysterio if there was going to be a Spider-Man 4, but that never happened. Oh, really? I I know they were going to do with the Vulture and Anne Hathaway was going to be... Basically, the the same character she was in Dark Knight Returns. Black it's Cat. like almost yeah, she was gonna yeah. be Black Cat, but then but then they were she, they were ugh, sorry they weren't going to have her be Black Cat. They were going to have her be the Voltress. Yeah, Tris. That's a, is that yeah. a thing? No, it's not. Uh, Sam Raimi came up with it. Oh, up for that. Well, that's what the, what happens when you try to shoehorn Venom into your movie. But hey, Ugh. the last yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they were going to go the they were going to go the Superman movies route where it got ridiculous uh, ridiculously silly and stupid. Oh. Yeah. But hey, that last video <laughs> surprisingly a lot of people actually liked it this time. It wasn't like embarrassing like the goth video. I will not apologize for that goth video. You Please don't apologize. apologize. Everyone... No, don't apologize. Be yourself. Yeah, yeah. humiliate yeah. myself on the internet. Do you know what happened the last time somebody acted like themselves? What? Columbine. That happened. Whoa, no. whoa, no. whoa! I was—I no. thought you were going to say something more current. I'm more surprised oh. by how old that reference is. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> time for that joke to get cut. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I don't know. Hey, the news. Let's get into the news. Because oh yeah, the next video is gonna be Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chase. I hate that movie. Ooh, I'm interested. You. Suck. Okay, let's go to the news. Wait, have Nickelback. Have Nickelback's hero play us out because we talked about Spider Man. They say that a hero will save us. They say that a hero can save us. I'm not gonna stand. Because <laughs> it wasn't Nickelback, it was Nickelback and a guy from another stupid band. I think 
That's what it said in the music oh, video. I remember so many, so many AMVs of that song. Oh, uh, are they still up? Possibly. I don't know. They're probably what, all terrible. What's an AMV? <laughs> oh, an anime, anime music, music video. video. It means uh, when you get like clips of animes and you turn them into music videos and. Oh, I've seen some of those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you sound so disappointed. <laughs> Just like uh, that song that we've let Nickelback keep going is one of humanity's greatest failures. I mean, Nickelback is a great band. Remember that one song they did? The uh, uh, <laughs> it was a good song. I think. Jim, you don't know the pain of AMVs until your friend comes over to your house and forces you to watch this thing called AMV Hell 3, which is 60 minutes of nothing but people's AMVs and, like, Whoa. movie clips, audio, under anime footage. Like, it, they have, like, the scene from Scarface, but they put anime characters over it, so it's extra cringe-inducing. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. I thought... I thought... I thought the story was that your friend made one and then he showed you. Oh, that was a different story. But yeah, he made one, he made one of Lincoln. I think it was Lincoln Parks going, I want to feel I want to what I thought was never real. And like he invited me over to his house. And then this was like 2001, 2002. And he showed me his Dragon Ball Z AMV and we had to sit there and watch it. Oh, Lincoln Park. There's no story that begins with them that's not embarrassing. <laughs> oh, what happened? I actually, they came to my town when I was a teenager, and I was not there for this, but I've been told this to be good. Everybody get these casingles, and they were like, everybody listened to the casingle there and went, wow, this music's awful, but these guys are so nice. It feels really weird because they like hung they hung out with like these punks in our town and was, were like super nice to them this is like when they were just starting or something i don't know you mean lincoln park yeah and they were just like everyone was like they're the nicest guys but i fucking hate that music it was the worst. hey man your pain casing what are casingles there, uh, there were a cassette that would have just one or two songs on one side and one or two songs on the other side. That sounds like some sort of like Kraft mac and cheese thing. Casingles. <laughs> it sounds delicious. I think, I think you could send away for a casingle. I think you're thinking of Kraft singles. Yeah, it sounds like something you'd microwave in when you, when you don't know how to cook and you're living alone like I did. Well, you could like, get like, like if you want to make a grilled cheese, but you don't know how to use a pan. So, oh, <laughs> hey, the news. Oh, my God. Oh, the news. 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 OK, so if you remember in that top 10 video of a uh, top 10 lost unfinished cartoons, I talked about an Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode that was making fun of a of the Boston bomb scare. Not not the Boston yeah. bombing. This was before that. Where well, there. There th with the light thingies. Yeah, so Cartoon yeah. Network put a bunch of light brights all over the city to promote the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. And people of Boston thought it was th those were bombs and they, they went on like lockdown and people were freaking out. But, but I don't know, it was a huge mess and Cartoon Network had to pay $2 million and the president of Cartoon Network got fired. But Jeez. anyway, as retaliation, Aqua Teen Hunger Force made an episode three episodes allegedly making fun of that incident that they kind of caused. And I thought it was like three cuts of the same episode. Yeah, three cuts of the same episode. It was never released, but until a few days ago, like, well, about like January, it was leaked and nobody really noticed until like 
<laughs> until like uh, the day I uploaded that video. Suddenly wow. everyone noticed it. So, oh, oh, wow. Oh, so, yeah. oh, oh, because of Pan, because of Pan, everybody. Yeah. Ooh. You can what? thank me later. No. When, but it's kind I of saw... ironic how, like, this is the second time a cartoon has gotten leaked because of you. I am great, yes. What was the first time? <laughs> Dexter's removal. And that was a disappointment. Oh, wow. I didn't know you had... That was you. Yeah. He was the one who got the tag started, Modern. and then, like... Oh, I don't, I don't know, know about that, but... Oh, but the, the when I watched that vi- your video and <laughs> you're talking about how this one police chief thought it was a bomb, I was just imagining the other people who work for the police department. And they're like, "God, fucking Gary has to make a crisis out of everything." <laughs> they're just they're just like, "I fucking hate that guy." Like every time, like this was going to be a slow week. We were all gonna like, I was gonna take a nap today, but oh no, we have a bomb scare. Thanks a lot, Gary. God, Thanks I, a lot. I literally, this is the only time in the week I can go to fucking. Dunkin' Donuts and get good deals on donuts, but no, fucking Gary had to ruin it for everybody, you stupid fuck! Oh, God damn it, Gary, stop being a social justice warrior. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> and like, they all actually like Aqua Teen, they're like, fucking Gary, what did you do? Didn't you see oh. the Moon and Nights episode? Don't you know who those characters are? Like, they're trying to tell me, go, Moon and Nights? What is, that sounds like an, an Al-Qaeda cell. Like, like, sounds Gary. like an Al-Qaeda terrorist. Maybe he knows Osama bin Laden and he starts talking to the life, right? Do you have cameras in here? Do you have microphones in here, Osama bin Laden? We're going to find you. <laughs> they're like, and, they're and like Gary, they just, what? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was like, Gary, don't call them. Oh, God damn it, he's calling the mayor. Oh, God damn it, Gary. Gary. God damn it. Gary, you get in this bathtub right now. Gary, Gary the snail, do it. No, and then go. Oh, I, and bet, I bet. Push him under. Gary got promoted after that, and they're like, God damn it, we were going to put him in an office where no one would see him. Oh, fucking worst, Gary, am I right? Worst police sergeant ever. God damn oh. it, Gary. But yeah, this episode, well, it. Uh, it's already been taken down from YouTube, but I'll link to it below because there's several people who made copies of it and are distributing it illegally. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. so it's like, hopefully you'll be able to find it on like this this place where I got my research from the Lost Media Wiki that catalogs all these lost cartoons and movies and games, stuff like that. How regularly is that updated? Because I feel like I should go back there. Oh, yeah. Well, that gets updated like every week or so. There's a lot of stuff that gets found and lost. Because like a couple of weeks ago... Uh, there was a Kablam pilot episode that got found. If you yeah. know, if you know the show Kablam on Nickelodeon, it was about these two kids who just show off a uh, several animated shorts. But eventually, the cartoon uh, Nickelodeon decided to give them their own show, and there was a pilot for that that was never released until now. Norbert actually did a thing about that. Oh yeah, Norbert from the last podcast and yeah. his own podcast, was- the Saturday Morning Podcast. But he, it was, it was interesting. I. The thing is about lost media is actually like 80 to 90% of silent films are considered lost. So that could get incredibly long if you really wanted to get into it. Yeah, same yeah. with like a lot of cartoons back then because there was really no preserve. They didn't really think about preserving them or having a, a standard for them. We used to have a lot more preservation. And um, then when Blockbuster closed, no, when Blockbuster switched to DVD, they basically this is a, a real thing. I don't have a source to back it up, but I remember reading it at the time. But they're basically taking they're basically taking VHSs out in the back and destroying them if no one had rented them in a while. 
but people were bringing up like you're probably destroying copies of things that you don't realize are worth something you know because they would they would throw out obscure stuff so there's a lot of cartoons i know that got destroyed that way oh man I- Speaking of weird cartoons, like I at a thrift store, I found a VHS of the what I thought was the Rambo cartoon, uh-huh. and I I decided to pop it into my v, VHS when it worked. God, my VHS don't work anymore. I need a new one, but but it's not it's not the Rambo cartoon. It's like this other video of like Rambo, but like an educational tape for the Ram with characters from Rambo. Oh, they they made a ton of those. That they were all the rage to make. And what's weird is like. I can't even find any clips of it on YouTube. It's not on eBay. It it li- basically doesn't exist on the internet at all. I have. Whoa. I probably have the only copy of it. Oh wow! You own it? Some weird Rambo tape that no one seems to know exists on the internet. Damn. Oh, oh yeah, but yeah, Aqua Team Boston's leaked in. I don't know. Ken said it was one of his favorite episodes, but I don't know. I didn't finish watching it, but the animation's not done yet because it was just oh. a rough draft of an episode. But yeah, yeah, who knows what other things will be leaked? Yeah, is that a is that a threat? Yes. Oh. Yeah, but hey, oh, hopefully yeah. not my nudes. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not not none of my nudes either. In other news. Uh, dis- oh, since because of the success of like Maleficent and uh, Cinderella, we're gonna get Disney is gonna produce live action Winnie the Pooh and Beauty and the Beast and Pinocchio and Alice in Wonderland. And Wait, are, you, are you for real? Yeah. No, he's not Winnie joking. the Pooh. Yes, That's they right. actually hid the Winnie the Pooh announcement. They're like, hey, all these people are in Beauty and the Beast. Also, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Are you ready? Fuck no, God! And it's supposed to be an older Christopher Robin goes back. Oh and yeah, an adult. Oh God, ew, no! It, it, it's, pro- it's so it's gonna they're ripping off uh <laughs> the Fairy Odd Parents movie with with uh Drake Bell as as Timmy Turner. It sounds oh. edgy. Like it shouldn't sound edgy. <laughs> so I'm. I just can't they just start re-releasing their movies again? Can they just stop doing this? Just re-release them. That's what we all really want. How about how about remake like some of their crappy live action movies into into cartoons? Or did I I I might have brought this up before, but just do Black Cauldron. That's the one everyone would want. Think, remake Black Cauldron. I think Black Cauldron Nobody knows about Black Cauldron yeah. though. I I think it would do well. Fantasy stuff does well and the people who like that Black Cauldron would be into it, and then you could get new people also. Yeah. I mean, like, I think I, uh, for live-action Disney movies, I think they should bring back the Black Hole. I would. They were talking about that with the guy from who directed Tron Legacy for a little bit, but Black Hole's, like, so slow. Yeah. I mean, it's, I it's, it's a very just unusual Disney film. I don't even know it how... Had- Oh, God, no, well, it, it was the post Star Wars boom. Oh, yeah. There was a bunch of like because people always go without Star Wars, there wouldn't be Alien. But there were also a ton of other shitty big studio sci-fi movies like Saturn 7 was one and Black Hole was Disney's. And it actually did pretty well. But the score is amazing. And I think I've talked about somewhere the matte paintings were fucking amazing yeah. also. The black hole, but yeah, I've talked about how messed up the ending was. It was just so... <laughs> it's yeah. just a disaster of an ending. I don't know how to describe it. Well, I don't want to spoil it. They were talking about it before they got the rights to Star Wars. Oh. So I think now they're like, why would we do this? We have oh. Star Wars. 
That's sad. They just I abandoned if Star Wars is going to be any good. I'm not even. I don't know. I'm going to see them all, so it doesn't. Does it even matter? Yeah. Can't wait for the Plinkett reviews. I I think the first one will be good, but I'm more excited for the Ryan Johnson sequels. Oh yeah, they're because they're making three Star Wars movies and also like these three other like in well, between yeah si- uh, side stories. Well, they're doing the saga movies come out every, every two years, and every between each of them comes out the the side films that are like either prequels or isolated stories or whatever. Yeah. So that sounds like it'll be like very I don't know oversaturated. Well, th- so- well, they're gonna make Sonic movies every year. Yeah, that's gonna happen. No, well, next year there's gonna be a Star Wars movie in 2016 in December, and then in May there's gonna be the next Star Wars movie after that. So in that period, you will get sick of Star Wars because within oh. six months you're getting two of them, and it'll be the 40th anniversary of Star Wars in 2017. So they'll oh, probably make. Really? Yeah, 2017, you will get. So I. Guarantee we will all get sick of Star Wars because oh. it's going to be oversaturated from what uh-huh. I've heard. It's going to, I don't know. I'm afraid, I'm afraid it'll be so oversaturated that it'll like kill off Star Wars. For a uh, d- nothing will kill Star Wars. You... Good. Star Wars sucks. Oh. Star Wars will be around. Star Wars is like the Shrek of sci fi. <laughs> oh, shut up. No, I'm not. <laughs> We're not at the Shrek topic yet. Disgusting heathen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's like the Highlander of franchises that aren't that aren't actually Highlander. Wow. Which is its own. Anyway, sorry. Damn, but yeah, live action Disney remakes. Uh, here, here's my uh, here's my speculation. Uh, the Mulan remake. It's gonna be an all white cast. No, they're not gonna do that. They're gonna do it. They're 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 not gonna uh, do that. I think Disney, I think we should give Disney some credit. They're not like, no, The Last Airbender. You just <laughs> wait. Yeah, they're, they're not going to do, the Beauty and the Beast one has a sh- crazy cast. Wow. And uh, I, I say, I'm i interested, but I know it's going to be awful. Who plays Beast? Uh, Beast is, uh, did you see the movie The Guest? No. no. <laughs> that was a long silence. I was, <laughs> I should have, we should have just had that. <laughs> um, but uh, this guy Dan Stevens, who looks exactly like like the handsome beast, and then mm-hmm. Emma Watson's Belle and uh, Josh Gad, everyone's favorite, is uh, uh, what's it? Gaston's little henchman, and um, <laughs> oh, Ian McKellen's Cogsworth. It's all pretty good casting, and the guy who did it is an okay director, but he also did a couple Twilight movies, so. He needs money. Well, let's be real. Nobody actually put any effort into the Twilight movie, so we didn't see their 100%. No. Yeah. Well, they from from what I read at the time, up until the third one, they did try. And then, and then I got the impression they're like, dude, like, whatever. Let's just make money. Go home. You know what I mean? I feel like they're going to overshoot themselves with all these remakes of, of animated movies. No, I agree. I just don't. Uh, the thing, the thing I, I've probably bitched about this too much, but... I just think it's odd they don't have someone who's really running the uh, live action remakes because they do feel like they're coming from all these different places. And I wish they had someone who was like controlling them so they felt a little more uh, organized because it's like Cinderella is so different from Maleficent and all this stuff. And it just doesn't feel like they really know what they're doing. They're just like picking random ones to go, ah, Dumbo, sure, whatever. Oh, yeah, Dumbo. It's by Tim Burton. 
I just don't. Disney needs Disney. You have enough money. Just re-release the cartoons. That's all I want. I want to, I would love to see Dumbo in a theater. Like I've prob I might have when I was like three or, or something, but that's still stuck in the Disney vault. Nothing escapes the vault. Remember when, uh, <laughs> uh, when George Lucas still owned Star Wars, he was going to release the uh, all the old movies year by year in 3D. Oh yeah, that that changed because yeah. um, Disney bought up Star Wars and they canceled yeah. the project. Did they do Attack of the Clones in 3D? No, just Episode One. Wow, I know he he had done 3D conversions of the prequels. I thought those were all done. I was disappointed because, like, you know, it, it it made me really nostalgic to see, like, Phantom Menace commercials in 3D playing over and over again because that just yeah. reeks of late 90s. Somewhere in the universe, the ultimate evil stirs. But three legendary heroes have come together and will lead the battle to save the galaxy from the menace of the dark side. Right after lunch... Play Defeat the Dark Side. Collect cool Star Wars game medallions and you could win cash prizes, even a million dollars. Only at Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza Hut. Every day, more people are choosing Lowe's. If Phantom Menace is weird for me because I don't like the movie, but that was like kind of a big summer for me personally. Mm-hmm. So I kind of look back on the merchandise and waiting for it fondly, but I don't look back at the movie. It's like, like, I (laughs) don't like the movie, but I own it on DVD just because I like to, I was like, man, I remember waiting in line and having, you know, me, uh, making, uh, friendships with people and all this stuff. But then when I, the movie pisses me off, but like without the movie, all these amazing things wouldn't happen. So it's kind of like, it's a weird because it was really like there weren't twelve oh ones then. That was a huge deal. And I what's twelve oh one? Uh yeah. That, uh, sorry, that's midnight showings. The first oh. showing of a movie being at midnight. That was seriously the first time outside of New York was doing it for like ten years previous, and only weird theaters if you were in the know. But <laughs> outside of that, they never did that. And then it became a standard. Now it's like at seven o'clock they do the first showing. Oh yeah. Which I think is better because. You're so tired. You're getting home at like three or four in the morning, depending on, you know, that. But that was I look back on Phantom Menace fondly, even if the movie I don't look back on fondly. Oh, yeah. I think I think everybody has that type of movie because I know for me that that type of movie was the last fucking airbender. Yeah, I was. Nobody was more excited for that movie than me, me and my friends. I mean, me, my family and my friend were going to go watch and then have like homemade pizzas afterward. And while we were yeah. in the theater, we were just oh. like, this sucks. <laughs> and then my mom was like, I liked it. I was like, Mom. Well, everyone I talked to, if they never saw Avatar, they always say, yeah, it was okay. I liked it. <laughs> to Avatar fans, it's garbage. But if for someone who's never watched Avatar, it's okay to them. I actually remember there were film critics who a lot more... Right before that came out, a lot more critics had TV shows and like almost everyone within a month did a segment about how uh, Avatars has a long, complicated history and them thinking they can do this in one live action action movie is incredibly insulting and all this stuff. And I was like, there are like these 50 year old guys. And I was like, you guys watch the last. Really? You watch Avatar? Like it was Ebert and uh guy. New York critic and a couple a lot of people did it and they were like not people you'd expect especially at the time to be watching it yeah you know? I mean they just so try, there was like just, just a, the, what 
I, I said I, I was going to say that I guess that's just a testament to how popular The Last Airbender is. Yeah. Yeah, at the oh, time, maybe. like, uh... Crap, now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. Oh, man. But there was a critical backlash before it had even come out, because they were all... I knew so many critics who wrote pieces against that movie when before it even started shooting, because yeah. they were like, there's no way you can do this, no. The problem with that movie, it's like 90 minutes, but they try to cram all of season one into one movie, and it felt yeah. so rushed, because like, they just narrate over like major plot points. Jeez. No, that's my problem with a lot of comic book movies when they go over a hundred issues in one movie and you're like, no, you can't really do that. Just pick a story and do that. Like that's, that's much more where movies they should just make work. up their own story. Well, that's, that's true too. But just like doing a ton of continuity in a two hour period is, has never worked except maybe the first captain America, which does like the entire world war two comics in one movie that kind of works, but they made it well, into the World one War II comics were just propaganda, weren't they? Um, semi, yeah, they were good stories, but they also did weird supernatural stuff. So, <laughs> you know, they're not. I've seen worse propaganda. They're at least fun propaganda. <laughs> Whatever we were talking about, Disney oh, live sorry, action we, remakes. <laughs> we that. really went on a sidebar there. Yeah. Can't wait for Beauty and the Beast and whatever, the furry remake. Christopher Robin goes back to the Hundred Acre Wood and it's all ruined. Oh, yeah, and the grim, dark Winnie the Pooh remake. Oh. I can't wait for the rescuers with Jonah Hill oh. and maybe Scarlett Johansson. And <laughs> rescuers Down Under, that was, the sequel was better. I lo- That sequel was like kind of random because why would you make a sequel to that one? But... It's uh, it made me think about. I had a lot of Australia questions when I was six or seven, <laughs> that my dad tried to answer, and I think eventually was like, "Just shut up! This is the <laughs> longest ride to the theater in my life." I was like, "What time is it in Australia right now? <laughs> is it winter when it's winter here? Wait, what do you mean it's different? How's the sun work? Why is it called Down Under? Why <laughs> is there giant birds in Australia like that?" <laughs> How many kangaroos? The kangaroos like pets? Are they like pets like dogs? Are it was like I just like I remember looking really haggard by the time I went to the theater because I think I asked every question you can think Ooh. of about Australia. He was just like just just watch the movie. Oh my god. <laughs> On the subject of other Disney adaptions, though, I think Rescuers Down Under and Frozen are getting Disney musicals. Is this movie to be in the back. Huh? Who's moving something in the back like... My dad is mixing up our cat food. Oh, okay. Every Everybody can thank my dad for all the background noise. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? I, barely. You're, he said, your put dad, that in the damn podcast. <laughs> your dad is like a reoccurring minor character. I, yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. I... I can't wait for my uncle to come back because it's almost guaranteed he's just going to come and go drunkenly. Humans are idiots. Oh. I'm not wrong. <laughs> Someone should do fan art of Nolan's dad. Yeah. Please do. We can also bring in my little sister. Safer work. I'm sure she's in the, in the house somewhere. <laughs> oh, but other news. Kids Next Door update on the... Galactic Kids Next Door rules! Nigel Uno. What have you done? (laughs) 
Attention all Kids Next Door operatives. As of right now, there are no plans for a Galactic Kids Next Door series. But there should be. Thanks for helping us try. Because you know what? I would not mind spending an extended period of time in space fighting like giant monsters and aliens on, on alien worlds and maybe even have another showdown with the Toilinator. You know, I would like to tell that guy a thing or two right now if I could and it'd be better if I could do it in space. Alright, I'll calm down. You know, Galactic Kids Next Door, because if you were following what Galactic Kids Next Door was, basically they put a bunch of viral marketing stuff like a... a uh, animatic to a trailer of, of like the future of Kids Next Door, that Cartoon Network show, and what happened. But it turned out it it was like kind of an April Fool's joke, but also as a test to show like how dedicated fans are still to Kids Next Door. And because it's a, it's not a Cartoon Network production, it's a production by Curious Pictures. It's kind of hinted like maybe they're trying to take it to Disney XD because. Uh, I don't know, mm. they, they showed a web browser and on the top, they just showed Disney on there, so maybe Disney XD will pick up a Kids Next Door reboot? Mm. If it happens, who knows? Maybe, I mean, it, whenever, cart, it's so weird, because didn't Curious Pictures, like, uh, totally tank or something? Are they still around? I don't think they are. I, yeah, I don't I think remember Curious Pictures to Team Umizoomi, and the only thing I remember from Team Umizoomi is that, uh, Gordon... Ramsey did a commercial with them, and he's like, oh, Team Umizumi, can you help me make this strawberry shortcake? Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> what the fuck? That was a good Gordon Ramsay. Play, play that commercial, please. Yeah, I'll play it if I remember that. I'll do that. Nolan, you should do your Gordon Ramsay more often. Why did the chicken cross the road? Because Why? you didn't fucking cook it! I'm imagining if, like, uh, the Kids Next Door does go to Disney XD, I hope it doesn't suffer the same fate as um, Shaolin Chronicles, where it's kind of the same show, but they have to change the names to certain things and change the colors. and Or, like, it's... what Dis Disney did to Doug when they got Doug. Like, they made everyone age up. Oh, yeah. Well, it kind of made sense, because, like, in if you... Yeah, that's true. I, I follow the Nick uh, Disney's Doug's uh, continuity, because if you saw Nickelodeon's Doug, the final episode was... Doug graduated and and the po that popular kids I don't know the one with a, a Letterman jacket said bye Doug see you in junior high that that, that kind of like uh you know bridged the gap to Disney's Doug where it takes place in junior high and they're older. Wait, Doug was like in elementary school. The first one, yeah, I think. Oh, I did not realize that. Yeah. Also, there's the Gordon Ramsay commercial. You can't tell what age these characters are, because it always bothers no. me that li little kids in cartoons and TV shows are just, like, walking around unsupervised. There's no parents around. That always bugs me. Oh, I don't I don't mind that. I was I was one of those kids. What, what a weird thing to get from Nickelodeon. Why, why would Disney think, huh, of all these shows, which can we have from Nickelodeon? Well, everyone was... I think it was because Rugrats was never going to leave. Ren and Stimpy was kind of over and everybody in the mid 90s was rip. Every channel like CBS, ABC had a Ren and Stimpy ripoff show. Um, none of them were anywhere near as good or as well animated, but they clearly were making those. Mm -hmm. But and then like Doug was probably like the one that had ended and was looking for a new home. And so, you know, 
She's like, well, we'll, we'll take this one. And you're, they're basically picking the one that was picked last for like dodgeball or whatever. Yeah, it was like the least popular one oh. to my understanding, wasn't it? I never thought it did that well. Dear Journal, Nickelodeon rejected me. <laughs> I guess I'll go to Disney. I'll just sit here banging on a Disney trash can. A movie in a live action show. Banging a live on a action trash show? Can. A live action like uh, stage show. Oh, I remember that. I was uh, there. Oh, at Disney. World. I was there too when I was yeah, young. Yeah, I I, re- I remember at the end. I don't know. I remember it being really cheesy at the end. Doug says, "Wow, so that's why they call it a theme park." Uh, fuck off, Doug. Yeah, fuck Never Doug. God Whoa. damn it! Where's that fucking game show you promised us? Although he was. <laughs> Wait, oh, they uploaded Doug? that. Oh, what yeah. What Doug are we talking about? I'm <laughs> Doug Walker. <laughs> the Nostalgia Critic. Update. You... Update. <laughs> Doug Walker, the Nostalgia Critic, updated his... Uh, he finally released the $90,000 in fan donations uh, game show. I'll link to it below. <laughs> and it is fucking awful. $90,000? Oh. oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Jim, Jim I, we need to show you this uh, set. Hold on. No, I've seen we, the we pictures make, of the set. We should make that the uh, podcast uh, <laughs> picture, just the quiz show. Oh, man. But yeah, um, and the best part is the guy who hosts it, Brad Jones, he has his own website and his own show and everything and his own Twitter. Never mentioned it once. Yeah. Never said, hey, I'm on this. Nope, never. No. He doesn't acknowledge it. <laughs> no. I mean, if you, it's it's the it's just the worst game show ever. Like, allegedly in the description, they, they say, well... We had we we got ninety thousand from fan donations, but that went to other stuff. So we left forty thousand to this game show, and I'm and there is no way forty thousand went to this game show at all. There's, one of the, there's one of the, live one action of the movies that cost less than that now. Yeah, there was a um one of the, they had physical challenges, and one of them was solving a maze. Sure is a lot of mental challenges here. Not 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 like going through an actual maze, like a, a piece of paper, and you had to like draw the maze. Yeah, that, that's that's their. They also had to play that. I forget. This is thing you buy at a gas station. It's like a little toy fish pond that spins around, and you have a a fishing pole with a little magnet at the end, and you pick up the fish through that. That that's how they open. That's their physical challenge. Yeah, I feel like the most interesting challenge of that game show was the accounting challenges they had to do to make that possible (laughs) i would like to see that game show go okay well doug walker gets thirty thousand, and everyone else gets screwed and then we have this leftover oh yeah for something with a lot of physical challenge there sure are a lot of challenges mentally here Mm. Eh? what Eh? i feel like that I feel like that's a really cheap pot shot, but <laughs> I'm trying. Okay. Hang on, I gotta think about this. How do I execute this thing? Wait. <laughs> uh, fuck, fuck it. Well, I'm gonna cut that out. No one will have to know my shit. Don't worry. Doug Walker executed himself. Oh. <laughs> if he kills himself before this goes up, I'm gonna look like a real asshole. Oh no! Don't say that. No. Sadly, <laughs> Doug Walker is still around. Cool. He'll be around forever. As we, long we didn't as there's really talk about Doug Walker that much until it was learned that Pan like couldn't make it onto the channel. Awesome, and now we should about them all the time. I mean, I could have made it on the channel, but I missed one Skype call, and then they just said they never got back to me. I contacted them like, "Hey, can I be? How do I get back to you guys?" It's like, and they never get back to me. 
That's like when people do stuff like that. I'm just like, uh, who do you think you are that you're like, you know, isn't this supposed to be a business? Yeah. It's like, do you really think like that's an appropriate way to behave? Like, come on. Yeah. Way to get back to the, the talent that, uh, are auditioning for your thing. Just like, fuck it. Well, we, whatever. We don't care. Yeah. Yeah. That game, we'll link to that game show in the description. It's terrible. But yeah. And the last bit of news, uh, John R. Dilworth has started a Kickstarter for the Dirty Birdie sequel. It's one of his short films that he made before Courage that uh-huh. we I, we talked about in the interview to to him. You know, I interviewed him a while back. That was me. Yeah, so I don't know. I kind of feel this this Kickstarter came out of nowhere with no promotion, so I'm kind of afraid for it. Yeah. I'm surprised. I actually hadn't heard much about it because... Uh, Bill Plimpton has a Kickstarter that came out this week, and that got like a lot of big uh, press about it. So I'm a little surprised his did. You know, Dilworth came out the same week. Yeah, who's Bill Plimpton? Oh, he did. Uh, <laughs> sorry, he's an independent. I did. I reviewed his movie Cheatin' recently, mm-hmm. and it's he's he's an independent animator in New York, and he did stuff like Guard Dog. He's done a bunch of features. He does kind of a lot of like like commercials and stuff like that. But he he runs his own studio. He did that Kanye West video, heard him say. Um, but he works really fast, and he you know he he's independent. He actually turned down working on Aladdin. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, but he was he used he used to be a bigger deal, but he's still a pretty uh, kind of a legendary independent animator. And uh, I think Cheaton is on Vimeo on demand now or something, but it, idiots and angels, which I thought was on Netflix. I'm not sure that's a really good movie, but he's been around for, I guess since the eighties, he used to do a lot more stuff. He has like a very unique style, kind of sketchy, but he never got a, a thing on TV really. Mm-hmm. So, but, Ooh, but Dilworth, yeah. I mean, I, w- I wish I, I wish him the best of luck. It just sucks when Every time I hear a big Kickstarter that you hear about, there's always like another one that's just as interesting that you don't, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which know. sucks. It's a- but I wish him the best. Give him money, kids. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah, you'll see. Oh, and that's all for the news now. Let's get into the topic. Oh, wait. Let me get my one cat woke up from the pile of clothes. Let me get him out of here real quick. Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, John Lithgow. What kind of night are you? One of a kind. Everybody needs a little Shrek. 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 They got a big one. Then I saw her face. Shrek. I just know before this is over, I'm going to need a whole lot of serious therapy. Look at my eye twitching. And we're back, and it's the Shrek podcast. The topic is Shrek. Guys, what was your first experience with Shrek? Uh, that's, a, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty big question there, my man. Yeah, that's a um, personal question. If you know yeah. my relationship with Shrek. I, I no. remember. Oh, go on, Jim. You can go first. No, no, I, I have to think about it. What, what is yours? Sorry. Well, I was alone in my bedroom one night, and I was crying because I was sick of hearing my parents argue. And then Shrek came in through the window and said, your pain is ogre now, Lottie. Shrek is love. 
Shrek is life. No more. <laughs> I'm not sure if that happened or not. I don't know. I don't think no, that but... happened, but actually, you want to? This is kind of crazy. My, I thought about this yesterday. Well, I like it because when I watched the first movie, um, you know how they have those, or they used to have like a newspaper or a magazine would have like a summer movie preview, and it would have a list of like all the summer movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Shrek was a summer movie, and I was in a history of film class. I was in high school, but I took uh, film classes at the college near me, and I did a film history class, and I got there early, and all these kids were talking about how amazing Shrek was going to be, and they were all older than, like, a couple, a lot of years older than me, and they're all like, man, he's, they're going to make fun of Disney, this is going to be so funny, I'm so excited for Shrek. And then the teacher came and was like, oh, you have the summer movie preview? Uh, what are you excited to see? And they were all like, Shrek. Shrek's going to be so funny. And I was like, uh, what is going on right now? Stick it to Disney. Then it was like, it was weird because like all these kids who were like pretty smart and knew their stuff were all like, Shrek is going to be like this amazing movie. And I was like, what is happening right now? They knew what they it's were like, talking about. I... <laughs> I thought so until that conversation. I was like, what is this movie? That, but then I said it in an earlier pizza party that I saw it in a drive-in. Damn. The, the last drive-in I went to was for for uh, Austin Powers 2 and Wild Wild West. Oh, wow. Yeah, mine. I guess mine was, this was two, summer of 2001 The Shrek came out. And Shrek defied the nation. Yeah. And... Yeah, he defied the nation. He defiled it, all right. The nation was Shrektacular after that movie. Damn. Yeah, I I think my first time I I ever saw Shrek was like at my my family's house in Mexico. Like, uh, we we recently bought a DVD player, and that was the new thing DVD. And we we got the movie Shrek, and I remember the the DVD just kept stuttering and stuttering every so often because it was, I don't know, we were in Mexico. It was probably a shitty Mexican <laughs> Mexican DVD player. But eventually yeah. it started working, and yeah, that was that truly was... I thought the funniest scene in Shrek was the scene where Fiona was singing to that bird. Oh, yeah, yeah. that scene and the bird explodes mm-hmm. that w- that was one of the things rewatching it was like they just take exact shots from disney movies and make fun of them i was like wow that's pretty like it's pretty clear what you're doing like you're not even trying to pretend wasn't this like uh, jesse katzenberg's like revenge on disney or whatever yeah it was like supposed to be kind of his revenge i mean it was in development for a really long time but that was supposed to be his revenge of because i don't know what happened with him and michael eisner i i'm not exactly sure that the whole details but i i think they had kind of a falling out and then he formed dreamworks with spielberg and david geffen but then he took over the animation side yeah. so but let me explain who this jesse ketzenberg is it's he it, it was or jeffrey Je- jeffrey, jeffrey Kat- Jeffrey Katzenberg, yeah. He used to work at Pixar or Disney or whatever, and he always had this idea to make things more edgier because he had this original cut of uh, 
Toy Story where Woody was a big asshole to everyone. And, and it was just them trying to make it more edgy. That's their exact words. And, I don't know, Woody was just unlikable in this cut. And there, it's actually available. It's called Black Friday. It was originally going to be called Black Friday instead of Toy Story. And same movie, but there's storyboards out for it with that are fully voiced. And it's just... It, it was, like, um... Who's the guy who's, like, director for every Pixar movie now? Lasseter. John, John Lasseter. Lasseter. Yeah. John Lasseter, yeah. John Lasseter went on camera saying, yeah, this was a huge mistake, and I cringe whenever I see this. Wow. Yeah, it was a fucking disaster. And then, eventually, Je- Jeffrey Katzenberg left Disney for yeah. some reason, and then he went on to make DreamWorks, and he said, yeah, I'm gonna show... I'm gonna show Pixar. I'm gonna show them for firing me and canceling Black Friday. I'm going to make my own edgy cartoons. I know some of his ideas that they all turned down were the ideas that he came up with for DreamWorks, like having the animated characters resemble the voice actors, which is like seems, I don't know why he thought that was a good idea. Cause even on the production side, he would have to understand that those get redubbed in every different language <laughs> So having it look like Mike Myers doesn't really mean anything in sp- in like Spain or something, you know, it's like we're Italy. It's like, you know, it just they would just get Mike Myers Italian redubber to do to do it. It's like oh, yeah. really bizarre. But or a lot of times with animated movies, they don't have the because, you know, like Tom Cruise has a uh, a Japanese voice actor and all these things for all his other movies. But for animated movies, they usually don't use them. They recast them. Uh, so it was like a bizarre idea, but he like, he did that Sinbad movie that DreamWorks did. And in all the ads, it was like Brad Pitt in Sinbad, this animated movie. And they'd show Brad Pitt in the uh, recording studio. And you'd be like, uh, what? Like, oh, yeah. Br- like you really think I'm going to see this animated movie cuz Brad Pitt's in it? Are you for real? Yeah. And it didn't it didn't really work out. Shrek's the only one it's really worked out for, I think. Yeah. You know, where they really advertise like cuz Mike Myers was really big in 2001, so you know. Yeah, it, it it's such desperation when you see like an animated film and they always just advertise the voice cast. I mean, yeah. I think the only reason they do that is cuz like how else would they talk to someone on like a Tonight Show or whatever? Like, are they just gonna bring an animator out? I don't think that's true. Well, yeah, they do have the voice actors come out, come out for uh, talk shows and stuff. But it's just like it's weird when you see it and you're like watching like a you know like a Nickelodeon and it's clearly not aimed at the audience who would care who Brad Pitt is or. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like I have, I, I remember not knowing who any of these voice actors were at all. Still don't. Well, I know who Mike Myers is. It was just, it was, I don't know. (laughs) uh, I did learn something that is going to disturb everyone. Um, You know how there's always this fight to get awards recognition for voice actors and they never get nominations for anything ever? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, one did, and it's Eddie Murphy got a BAFTA for Best Supporting Actor. He got a nomination for playing Donkey in the original Shrek. What the fuck? I'm totally serious. What you like about Waffle Shrek? I mean, it was just like when I read that, I kind of remembered like Shrek won the first Best Animated uh, Picture Oscar. Damn. 
If Ken- it, it's the only DreamWorks movie to ever win, and it's actually the first one. It's the first animated movie to get a nomination in Best Adapted Screenplay. Um, and the same year that Monsters, Inc. got the first, because there's two screenplay Oscars, Monsters, Inc. got the first Best Original, and Shrek got the Best Adapted. But then neither of them won for screenplay, but then Shrek beat Monsters, Inc., which to me is like, I didn't understand it at the time. I still don't. Mm. Monsters, Inc. is so much better than Shrek. It's like not even a question to me, but for mm. some people. I don't, I don't know. Wasn't Jimmy Neutron up for a... Oh. Yes, he was. I remember Jimmy Neutron was up. There was actually footage that, like, I think you could still find it. It's of a, uh, I think it was the Oscars. They for best animated production, like they showed, yeah. like they actually animated, like Shrek and Monsters Inc. and Jimmy Neutron in the audience. Yeah, they did. Which is pretty crazy because, like, that would mean like these different animation studios came together to animate on something. Yeah, they well supposedly they did it, but they all found it super insulting. That <laughs> so like. When Spirited Away won the next year, they didn't have the characters of Spirited Away sitting in the audience. (laughs) So I've heard, I don't know, like, I've heard so many rumors about how that didn't happen again. But supposedly, like, because Lasseter was a big proponent of getting Spirited Away an Oscar. Mm -hmm. And supposedly he went to them and was like, please do not make us do this again. It's, like, so insulting to us that, like, the only way you could recognize us is having our characters there instead of like showing the director of jimmy neutron or mm-hmm. the, you know pete doc pete doctor did monsters inc or is that yeah and then they don't even win the award and it's like well thanks for animating anyway yeah i just didn't i don't know and shrek did accept the award that was the shocking part he went like oh i'd like to thank your laddies for this oscar oh my god oh, i had an ogre of a good time making this film Oh, that always bothers me about the animation industry. It's like the animators never get recognition. It's just their characters. But, and no well, one ever really knows who make them. In some ways, that's cool. But in some ways, that sucks. Yeah. Because it's cool that like you can be like that, not be able to have a huge ego. But in other ways, it sucks because, like, yeah, but you worked really hard, so you actually deserve the recognition. So. Yeah. It's bullshit. But Shrek got a lot of, like, I'm not even joking. Like, when I researched Shrek, I was like, I forgot how much respect this original movie got, like, at the time. It was like, when I was watching, it was like, I mean, it's not horrible, but it's just kind of mind-boggling. I just don't get... Don't be coy, Jim. You were you were in the uh, you were in my Skype chat last night, and you were telling me how awful it was and how you wanted to die. (laughs) No, I didn't. I didn't. I yeah, it wasn't good. It did. The animation reminded me of you know those Japanese uh, cartoons they make of big news events um, that Um, they play on Adult Swim. The the animation of any of the like the realistic looking people looked exactly like that in the original. I'll I'll link to that, but but I know what you're talking about. I was just like, because some of it, I don't know, I was being a little too harsh when I was watching it, but some of it isn't as bad because they don't go too far with the pop culture jokes, which is really saying something for a Shrek movie. But, um, I mean, the pop culture jokes kind of at least had something to do with the story or the scene, but like the, the small dick jokes were way too much. Like it was like, maybe he's compensating for something, huh? That's why the building's so big. Cause he has a tiny penis. Get it? Get it kids? I didn't you get it. I didn't get it when I was younger. Um, I thought it was, I thought they just meant he was short. So that's all I thought. Well, they try to, they don't say 
anything about tiny dicks in it. They just say, act like because he's short. You know, you can take it either way. But that that was also, by the way, I'm not joking. One of the big deals about Shrek is that they made jokes that only the adults would get. Yeah, pretty the, much. They did that way before then. They did, but not to the extent Shrek. Shrek does it a lot. Yeah, I have to wonder, like, what would Shrek would have been like if Chris Farley was still alive? I don't know. That's well, none of the voice the recordings have ever come out. Yeah, because let me uh let me fill it people in because if you saw my last video, um, originally Chris Farley was gonna do the voice of Shrek back in 1997, but uh, they recorded most of his lines until he overdosed, and then they kind of put the production on hold. And then eventually yeah. Mike Myers came in, and then he well, they rewrote the script for him. But also he didn't do he originally he did not do the uh, the Scottish accent was wait was it Scottish or mm-hmm. whatever. It's kind of his fat bastard voice. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do it his, is. he didn't do his fat bastard voice. It was just his regular voice until like near the end of production when he decided as a joke just like talking a Scottish accent. And uh, they yeah. thought that, and Mike Myers thought that would fit the character better. And Mike Myers decided to like re-record all of his lines for free in the Scottish accent. Yeah, um, and, and it's a good thing he did it for free because uh, they had to reanimate and re-lip sync all these scenes. Oh, so he sucks. better have done it for free. Well, he's he's supposed to be. He did a really interesting interview on the WTF podcast, and he was asked about how he has this reputation for being a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. But he told a story about he told he mentioned Shrek, I believe, about the voice act. He was like, "Would you rather hear Mike Myers being the voice of Shrek or the Scottish accent?" And it's like, as much as I'm making fun of Shrek, I kind of agree with him. And same with in Wayne's World, you know, the scene where they do Bohemian Rhapsody, the studio was like, do a Guns N' Roses song. Guns N' Roses is popular. And Mike Myers, like, flat out said, I refuse to do this unless it's Bohemian Rhapsody. And it's like most of the arguments he's had with studios, I actually end up taking his side because it's like I would much rather have the Bohemian Rhapsody scene in Wayne's World than, you know, November Rain or something. I don't know. know. So but he, he. when you brought up that thing in your video about how he did the voice after Chris Farley did, I've heard two conflicting stories. One is that when he got attached, he asked for it to be completely rewritten out of respect for Chris Farley. And the other one, which is a more recent story he's been saying in a lot of interviews is that he wasn't aware of Chris Farley recording the voice and they didn't tell him until he was completely done with it. So I don't know which version is the real version, but he's, I know he said different conflicting ones so yeah i wonder what what really went on but yeah i mean i know spielberg owned the rights to shrek since the early 90s and he was gonna do an animated film at like i'm not sure where but somewhere like a 2d film has anyone read the book of shrek i haven't i'm sure there's a pdf online yeah because i remember like my third grade teacher who hated us like i remember she had like the 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 book of shrek (laughs) the book of shrek (laughs) That sounds so. Of, that sounds so majestic. The book, <laughs> the book of Shrek just hanging on like the chalkboard, like in, just there, and that that sounds like the book for the religion Shrekentology. <laughs> oh, but that's a scam. God. Oh. In Shrek we trust. Oh. Uh, but yeah, like that was years before the mo- movie came out, so I didn't give a shit about that book, and then now I regret not reading it. 
Because it's really different, right? That's what I've heard. I don't know, but I could have I could have been a Shrek hipster. Like I could have like known Shrek before <laughs> everyone else did. A Shrek hipster. <laughs> I love it. That sounds like the worst thing ever. <laughs> oh my! That could be like the new Brody fad. Like they would just sit around smoking cigarettes and like, man, you don't know Donkey about Shrek. You don't know Donkey. <laughs> there is actually a Donkey in the book. Hopefully, there is. Yeah, there's like oh. he, he's in like three pages and that's it. Oh, is he voiced by Eddie Murphy in the book? Jim, what? I want, I want you to I want you to think about that for a second. <laughs> is that a it voice? could have said it could have said uh, sh- donkey speaks and he sounds like Eddie Murphy and then you'd imagine it. That's how he'd be voiced by Eddie Murphy. Nolan, you, come on. You could have one of those kids books that have like the buttons on it and then yeah, you, there's yeah. there's tons of ways. What I said isn't stupid, so even okay, though it's Jim. even though it is on this, I, w- I was going to say this earlier, and we might have to backtrack a little bit. But on the subject of how edgy Shrek was, the musical, holy shit! Like it makes a lot more adult jokes. There's a musical. Yeah, there was a Broadway sh- um, musical of Shrek. There was, and some of the lyrics, some of the song lyrics are messed up, like. The Big Back Wolf says they called me a hot tranny mess. What? Whoa. And then Pinocchio says, um, this is worse than the time I caught a disease in Tijuana. What? It's what? not even subtle. And when Donkey is singing a song convincing Shrek to take him along, he says the lyric, I'll, and I'll shape it when it's hairy. Whoa. Oh. I do remember... Because when there's a musical in New York, it's kind of like that whole block sometimes is an advertisement for that musical where the, the theater where the musical's playing. And mm-hmm. you knew when you were hitting Shrek country. It was like <laughs> it was like like they put ads on every phone booth, like everything you could see, it was Shrek. And I was like, I can't why well, I have to turn the next go to the next block or something. I can't I can't be in Shrek country. No, and then the bus pulls up and he goes, Hey buddy, you coming on? And I'm like, and you're like no, you have Shrek on your bus, and then you just walk away, and you walk home, and then your <laughs> wife is like, Jim, what took you so long? And you just go, Shrek. Mar- Marlboro <laughs> tastes like Shrek country. <laughs> oh, why did they ever do that? <laughs> Shrek won't sell out that bad. He doesn't, prom- he doesn't smoke. You didn't make this the topic because I made that comment on your video. I just said, fuck it. Let's just do a Shrek podcast because I was <laughs> out of I, ideas this week. I put I put like Shreking it up once again. It's <laughs> a comment on his video. I don't know. School was like school was too much for me this week. So I was like, oh, what do I what, what's the topic? Fuck it. We'll do a Shrek podcast. Who cares? Because this I did not push for this. I just asked what the topic was. And then he was like, fuck it. It's Shrek. And I was like, whoa, OK. Everything all right. Shrek. <laughs> Yeah, I just I do find it interesting how the perception of Shrek changed relatively quickly, because like when I mentioned to people, I mentioned to my wife, I was like, I'm going to watch Shrek for the podcast. She was like, I'm going out tonight. Oh, (laughs) she was like debating not going out. And I said, well, I have to watch Shrek. And she was like, "Uh, that changed that. That made my decision. But it was like it was such a popular movie and it was such a big deal. And like Monsters, Inc., which is the same year, um, 
has a lot more respect. Like if I told someone I was watching Monsters Inc., they're like, "Oh, I love Monsters Inc." But Shrek, it's like a dirty word, and it's kind of crazy. I, I that's interests me, like how a perception of a movie can change over time. And those sequels kind of ruined. They they really shreked up the situation. Yeah, but, yeah, but you you still think Shrek Two is really bad, even though I never. Why do people really think Shrek Two is good? I don't Hold know. On. I remember when I was younger, like. 12 or whatever like i thought sh- i like shrek one more 88 percent on rotten tomatoes because shrek one is the one that got all the respect and all that stuff i just i remember seeing i turned out my first opportunity to see shrek 2 i was at a a movie theater near uh in this beach town and it was either i could see troy with air conditioning or shrek 2 without air conditioning and I picked Troy, which I'm not sure which of those is worse. That's kind of like a weird Sophie's Choice type of situation, <laughs> since Troy is a really bad movie. But um, when I eventually saw Shrek 2, I was really, I re- was really shocked at how bad it was. I just really didn't, I don't know. I've just never, I didn't see the third one, but I heard the fourth one was better. I don't no. know. No, it's not. Isn't that the one where it like Fiona's a. a warrior or something it's it's uh, that's the fourth one shrek makes a deal with okay well let's go in order like oh sorry sorry i don't want to mess up the the shrek nudity shrek (laughs) nudity shrek nudity shrek nudity i want to if someone in the comments can count how many times i make shrek puns i won't give you anything but i'll maybe like it or something oh that that reminds me of speaking of counting things for from a ship from a web show uh, a long time ago, Screw Attack, the video game website, they did an audio commentary on the live-action film of Double Dragon. Oh, I saw that movie. <laughs> oh, and they, I don't know, I remember, like, uh, them saying, like, hey, if you, uh, <coughs> if you count how many times we said the, th- this movie sucked, we'll, we'll give you something. And I remember I, I actually, like, wrote down every single time, like, I just made a, a line for each time on a piece of paper and about a year ago, I actually found that in my drawer. Like, I still had that, and I never claimed my prize. Oh, man. Because uh-huh. yeah. this was man. back in 2007. You should see if you can still do it. Damn. I need to, I need to get something from Screw Attack. I need my, like, DVD. Screw Attack, you should give him a prize. Yeah. I don't know you guys, but, you know, come on. Don't Shrek him, don't Shrek him out of a prize. Come on, Craig. Give it to me. Don't be a douche like you me. always are. Give it to me, Craig. Give it to me. Don't. Whoa, what's going on right <laughs> now? Hey, Shrek. Uh, did you guys have the DVDs to Shrek? Because those had like the best special features. I had. I actually got the first Shrek DVD, and one disc was Shrek in uh, full screen, and the second disc was Shrek in widescreen. And I remember this at the time. This was early DVD. That it was a big deal that Pixar just made a disc. That was just for everybody. But DreamWorks had this thing where one disc was for the kids and one disc was for the adults. Oh, yeah. Uncensored. So widescreen had the smarter special effects and full screen had like, you know, Donkey's Guide to Reading or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The adults only Shrek DVD. The only reason to own Shrek 2. Fairy tale idol. All righty. Who's up for a little contest then? Yeah, bring it on. Welcome to Far, Far Away Idol, where you, that's right, you at home, get to vote along with our judges. Shrek, 
Fiona, and Simon to crown the next. Far, far away, Idol. First up tonight is Dunkin' Time. Keep us on, rising to the top, burn, yeah, here we are. Everybody going strong. That's when my spark got hot. I heard somebody say, burn, baby, burn. It's going burn, oh. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Because <laughs> it was like, it was all the characters singing to some some licensed pop song or whatever. And it was also, uh... Simon Cowell was in it. Oh, yeah. This was when American oh. Idol was huge. Is American Idol still going? Yeah. It is, yeah. It's they have not as the, big. They have all the knockoffs, like the, the voice, voice or whatever. Yeah. And America's Got Talent, which I love America's Got Talent because there is some cringe-inducing things that go on in that thing. And it just makes you feel bad. But, you know, it's like, well, at least I'm not these people. Oh. <laughs> I remember there was this American Idol girl who uh, auditioned, and she was like, they proudly announced how big of a weeaboo she was. Like, uh, I'll link to that also. It's terrible. Harry Doyle had a way of standing out in more ways than one. I'm an otaku, which is another word for anime freak. Because of my enthusiasm into the Japanese animation, I started working on designing kimonos, handmaking them. It's bad. I mean, none of them were as bad as, uh, was it William Hung? And then she did She Bangs. He's like, She Bangs, She Bangs. Oh. That was this whole. That was this. And then in Arrested Development, they did the William Hung band. <laughs> What's where is where's William Hung now? Because I heard he died, but I don't know if that's true. Whoa. Oh no! Oh, look, I'm, I, I I googled him. Like apparently he got married this year. Hmm. Oh that's well, nice. that's 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 a good shrekking end. Yeah, surely mm. he has to have a Twitter or something. Man, oh he has a website, WilliamHung.net. Wow. Oh, you can tell this was the early 2000s if he's using .net. Oh, oh, he's got a guest book. I can sign in to his guest book. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have Doesn't a... Tara Strong still have a guest book? Oh, my God. Yeah, Tara Strong, the voice actor for Bubbles and Timmy Turner, huge voice actor. Just She has an official website, but that website looks like it's from the late 90s, and it is. It looks fucking awful. Just, just look up Tara Strong. You'll find her website. It's terrible. Oh, she's not coming on the podcast now. No, I think I scared her that one time I, she threatened to beat me up. Whoa. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was first, I don't know. I, I wrote about it on like a blog forever ago, but the real reason was that she hated some show that was going to be premiering. And I said, I, oh yeah, I hate that too. And then she was like, if you tell anyone, I'll kill you. It was like, but I have a blog. I will kill you, Pan. If you tell anyone, Whoa. okay, you understand that, Pan? Do you understand? <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that happened. Oh, oh, man. It's really disappointing that William Hung does not have, like, a Twitter or anything. But but I'm looking on his website. It says, see your ad here for as little as $20 a month. Oh. I'm going to I'm gonna get my advertisement on the William Hung website. Are you really going to do it? 20 bucks a month? That's a, that's a steal. There's so many things I've thought about making a web advertisement for, and then I look up how much it is, and it's usually a lot. But 20 bucks, I would do that. Hell yeah, on William Hung's website. Oh, let me see. News. What's the last update? Oh, he doesn't even put... 2008? Oh, man. 
It was probably like, here's my Dark Knight review. <laughs> oh, where are you now, William Hung? Heath Ledger was fantastic. I, I can't wait to see him in more things. Damn. Uh -oh. oh. No one told him at the time, so it's that's not... Yeah, he was like... Damn. I didn't make a Paul Walker joke, so... Damn, he just vanished off the face of the earth. Like, we gotta, like... Get the gang back together. We gotta bring back William Hung. Oh yeah, I was the one who made a Paul Walker joke, but it got, it got cut. <laughs> well, I think it's obvious what you said. Oh, hey, how was that Fast and Furious movie? I go crazy cause she looks like a flop, but she stings like a bee. Like every girl in history. She bangs, she bangs. Thank I'm you. wasted by the way Thank she... you. <laughs> you can't sing, you can't dance. So what do you want me to say? Um, I already gave my best, and there's, I have no regrets at all. Good for you. That's good. That's now that's good. William. That's good. That's the best attitude yet. And you know, I have no professional training of singing no. or dancing, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the surprise of the century. <laughs> William, you're the best. You're the best. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank have you, William. Okay. Thank you, William. Thank you. So, William would have to bang somewhere other than Hollywood. Oh, it was it was fun. Uh, the the stunts were amazing. But there's like, oh, you saw that yeah, too, right? Yeah, that. the the car that drives through one building and then through another building. That's but apparently, so there's this website Vulture, and every Fast and Furious movie they take the most ridiculous stunt and they try to calculate uh, how realistic it plausibly is. And that one, they got like a real, um, like an aerodynamic person. And he was like, no, that's the most, um, whoa, helicopter. <laughs> oh, no, they found Jim. Can you hear that? Oh, but I'd he was like getting taken away. <laughs> he was, but <laughs> this scientist or I forget what he was, but he was like, actually, that's the most realistic stunt in the movie. And he gave reasons why they actually could have driven the car that way through all the buildings. I was like, this is amazing. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite moment in the Fast and Furious, uh, the Fast and Furious 7, I think. Is that what it was? Or Furious 7. Furious, Furious 7. It's like when Vin Diesel and uh, Jason Statham, like, they have their epic showdown on the parking lot. And and it's like they are it's like they have, like, dual-wielding... They essentially have, like, dual swords, except it's with metal pipes or whatever. And, like, they, yeah. they do a real slow-mo run to each other, and they jump in the air in slow motion, and I swear, like, it didn't happen, but I wish Duel of the Fates, that song from Phantom Menace, started playing. That would have that would have been good. I it was, was that one or that one clip in your one reveal. Dual wheel. Yeah. Dual wheel. I mean, Vin Diesel. They established in Fast and Furious Six that Vin Diesel can make these epic jumps because he jumped out of a car, catch Michelle Rodriguez, and then like jumped into like <laughs> jumped onto the asphalt or something. Like it was this ridiculous jump. So they've already established Vin Diesel can his character has. Uh, <laughs> massive jumping capability. Diesel. Yeah, he's he's like Mario. There is no rules anymore in this move in these movies. 
Oh no, they don't, they don't. It's the whole idea of it. I look at it like those Calvin and Hobbes comics where Calvin keeps coming up with more and more ridiculous special effects sequences. It's like it's like a little kid playing. He goes, and then they go to another building, and then he drives, and there's a car, and there's a tank on the freeway, and then they chain a a tank uh, a safe to their cars, and they drive their cars, but it's not the safe you think it is. It's like the dumbest shit, but it's like they're so good at it. The, the, oh man, the Onion did that. They had like, the Onion made a video of like this little ten year old, this little five year old explaining. They, they made pretend that. This five-year-old was actually the writer of the Fast and Furious movies, and he's just explaining all these events in one of the in one of the films. I wouldn't be surprised by that because they're just that's their whole appeal is that they're ridiculous and silly and stupid. But people take like people were crying at the end during the Paul Walker sequence. Although part of me was annoyed because I really wanted them to play that Puff Daddy "I'll Be Missing You" song. So I kind of wanted that because <laughs> that's yeah. Oh, that's oh, they, yeah. Like I'm trying to figure out like what scenes were Paul Walker and what scenes were like his his brothers. Uh, Apparently, the fight scene at the end was his brother when they kind of keep him in a lot of shadow a lot. Um, uh, towards the end where he's fighting uh, that one guy, like all the fights, you can't really see his face. Mm-hmm. And they cut around it really well, but they actually rewrote and reshot a lot of stuff. Um, but they were seriously considering uh, just starting over because insurance-wise, they could have gotten their money back, um, but they didn't. So, but they, they, I know they like just reworked everything. So, like there are certain scenes he's just not in or not in very much. And they actually got Weta, no joke. Weta actually did all the special effects for Paul Walker. Who's so, like there's. Oh, they did Lord of the Rings. Oh shit! So, yeah, um, they they brought them in to do it. So the it, I don't think any of the like that end part at the very end where you see him. It I mean it was obvious that he, he wasn't there, but it was uh, it didn't look as bad as I thought it would. You know? Yeah, I couldn't tell at all if that was that was CG or whatever. It, I mean, they they did a decent enough job, but it's also like when people are like, how will this movie work? I was like, it's a Fast and the Furious movie. Like logic has no place in these films. Like they're not even trying anymore. But Kurt Russell was fucking awesome. I love Kurt Russell. So how how how's Paul Walker's character going to be incorporated now? Is he dead? No, he he's he he was actually this was already going to be his last movie, even if he hadn't died. Like it not a contract thing like his character was settling down he had uh he already had one kid and in the i'm not spoiling anything and his his kid his wife was pregnant with another kid and it's kind of like just like that he's you know he's a dad now and he can't like be be on missions where cars fly out of planes and shit so (laughs) well i don't know the next movie they're gonna do a next movie because it made money they're just gonna they'll probably just say yeah he's got a kid now we can't call him today Every film since Fast Five, they keep referring to it as the last movie. So it's not like they haven't done this to us before. Because <laughs> they always go like, okay, this is the last one. We're getting out after this. And like, okay, I mean, that one, that was clearly kind of the last one. But this time we're really serious. Like, okay, but for real this time, was the last one. But they kind of implied that they'd keep going at the end of this one. So, yeah. The only way they can... St- the only way it'll stop is they stop making money from the movie, so they got to make a sequel to Tokyo Drift. No, the sequel to Tokyo Drift is Furious 7. Because you notice the scene 
from oh, yeah. Fu- from Tokyo Drift in Furious Seven. Oh yeah, because going back to like to- uh, the third movie, Tokyo Drift, there was a scene at the very end of the movie where uh, these characters who are not okay. Tokyo Drift is like kind of like a teenage reboot of the Fast and Furious movies with other characters. Yeah. Like it's an expanded universe, you know. And then at the very end, these characters who are not related to Vin Diesel are just in a parking lot, and then Vin Diesel comes along and challenges them to a race. And now, after our, like, ten years or whatever, they finally uh, follow up on what happened there. And Well, it, it connects because there's this guy, Han, who's in Tokyo Drift. And then he showed up in uh, fat, the film. The f- he showed up in the fourth one. What's going on? <laughs> Whoa. Okay. So Han, he showed up in the fourth one, which is just called Fast and Furious at the beginning. And then he it was like, okay, I'm going to go to Tokyo. But then he was in Fast Five, but he dies in Tokyo Drift. So if you knew Tokyo Drift, you kept knowing, like, why does this guy keep showing up? He's dead. So clearly these take place before Tokyo Drift. And it wasn't until the sixth one where at the end of the film of the sixth one they show the death scene from Tokyo Drift, but they make it look like Jason Statham did it instead of a random automobile accident. It's conspiracy. When they go like Vin Diesel's like, I know Han, it makes sense to us at this point because we've seen like him work with Han in three movies. And so it all connects. So basically Tokyo Dr- Furious 7, only parts of it take place during Tokyo Drift. And then after they meet, they have the scene that is from Tokyo Drift. They have a, the rest takes place after. But the funny thing is, is the kid who barely casts, the kid who barely passes a teenager in Tokyo Drift, they brought back to do a new scene that's supposed to take place after this Tokyo Drift scene, which was 10 years ago. Yeah. And he, and they have the scene right before it. So it's really obvious this guy has aged like 10 years. And it's like really ridiculous. Whereas Vin Diesel looks exactly the same because he's Vin Diesel. So What is this? The continuity to Kingdom fucking hearts? <laughs> fucking yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's it, Fast and Furious has weird continuity because you don't need to know any of it. If you want to just watch them and have a good time, it still does that. But it also has continuity that's like a Marvel movie or something. <laughs> it's just like underneath it. It's only there for like the dorks like me who want to know all this stuff. Yeah. Hey, Shrek. Oh, Shrek. Yeah. Shrek. 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 Sorry, we were we really went on a Fast and Furious tangent there. I really want to watch the rest of the Fast and Furious films. Just see, because I only seen the Tokyo Drift and Beyond. I never saw the first two. Oh, that's kind of. I think past Fast Five is kind of the beginning of when it gets really good. Before it's like not as I don't know. I'm ne- I haven't been as into those. I mean, Fast Five is amazing. That's my favorite one. I mean, I'm looking at like the sound of it. You need to be a fucking rocket scientist to understand. I'm looking at Furious <laughs> Seven, and it's like, I'm pretty sure if I go watch the first film, it's gonna be nothing like Number Seven. Because in the in this seventh film, they're like secret agents, and they're flying out of, uh, they're falling out of uh, airplanes on cars. I'm well. That that all started when Fast Five started the whole Ocean's Eleven type of idea you know oceans 11 international 
heist kind of movies. Before that, they're all like local Los Angeles and Mexico and stuff like that. But but Fast Five started like they're in Brazil and they're in this location and they're working with the government because the, and The Rock is working with them. And like when The Rock shows up, that's when it starts to become the franchise that it is now. <laughs> yeah, it seems like with every like reboot, they always just add either The Rock or Jason Statham or Bruce Willis just to like try yeah. to get some traction. The Rock was good, and G- I like G.I. Joe 2 a lot more than the first one. So. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that movie yet. <laughs> Although I did like the first G.I. Joe movie, well, the the live-action G.I. Joe movie, the one where, just the scene where they're running through the city in those accelerator suits. No, that looked cool. The thing about G.I. Joe, though, is at least those movies respect the cartoon and are like the cartoon, whereas Transformers, it's like, what the fuck is this? Like Car porn. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for the uh, Transformers uh, Fast and Furious crossover. <laughs> that would be amazing. Vin Diesel's like, listen, guys, we have a new mission: hunt down Optimus Prime, <laughs> and and they have to take down Optimus Prime. Oh, but they, but they do it like in the same style as like the AT, ATs from a. Uh, from Star Wars, those snow monsters. <laughs> oh, the Adats? Yeah, the Adats. Yeah. They, they tie a rope around Optimus Prime's legs, and that's how they take him down. Oh, my God. that'd be, And then he'd be like, you can't take us down. We're family. First rule oh. of the streets is streets always win. No. And, yeah, and then they, and then they, um, they team up to, to help take down Megatron instead. And then he's like, we understand how it feels to have a family. <laughs> oh. You know, it is it is oddly enough, it's one of the few movie franchises that has a multicultural cast. Yeah, yeah. Which is like it's just kind of funny. It's like such a joke of a movie, but it's the only one that's like like it has like a pretty diverse cast, to be honest, you know? Yeah. I mean I like to I I kind of blame that for like creating like need for speed underground like well not blame it but like thank it because i i don't know i was playing need for speed underground a few days ago and it's like wow this this would not have need for speed would not have gone in this direction without fast and furious because that's when they were- oh the fourth one with its underground yeah <laughs> like literally underground or race. underground hidden because there is a fast and furious movie where they race literally under the ground oh, so you, oh yeah you have to be more specific yeah, that scene i remember but no like underground street racing but there there could be like racing against like the mole men i remember <laughs> <laughs> i would love to see that there needs to be a mole man show i would be into a mole man show hans mole man presents fast and furious Boing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I met mole men who live in the city. I see the or in in the subway. I see them sometimes. Oh, kind of like that one SNL sketch where it's like Frodo and uh, Goblin dude, and they live in like an apartment in New York. Oh, I haven't seen that. That sounds funny. They even do the thing where they turn to the camera, then just smile and shake their head. Thanks a lot. What was that Adult Swim thing that made fun of all those '80s sitcoms? Oh, too many cooks. Yeah. Too- too many cooks. Oh, too many cooks went through the gamut of every 80s theme song you could plausibly think of. And then it became a horror movie. That was such a ridiculous. That's a marathon. Uh, too many cooks. Whoa. I'm just ashamed that they didn't do the full 20 minute. They didn't have like a commercial break and then come back to it. <laughs> oh, man. Just have one of those cheesy commercials like you'd see in RoboCop or whatever. Oh, I love those RoboCop yeah. commercials. So that's the one uh, thing. Speaking I of RoboCop, about I love how you. 
Oh my god, I was watching RoboCop and it just jogged my memory when Nolan showed me this thing. It's called Our RoboCop Remake. Oh, with the dicks. <laughs> oh, no, wait, I'm not I'm going to censor you because, like, I want people to just watch it on their own and just be surprised. But it is extremely not safe for work. About well, that's, that's, that's one of those, uh, what's it, uh... Where they have a bunch of different people make a movie. They did it with Star Wars. Um, what are they called? Our blank remake. Yeah, they did one. I was in the Empire Strikes Back one. <laughs> there's uh, that. Oh, was there as many dicks in that one? No, there's no dicks in that one. Or if there, I didn't watch the whole thing. I'd watch the first Star Wars one. It's like a fan or like a mass produced uh, I forget what it's called. But anyway, I, I reviewed the first Star Wars one because I saw it. They played it in a theater once. And they're, like, not fun to watch. But if you watch the each of the scenes, like that dick scene in RoboCop, you know. RoboCop's an awesome movie. I fucking love that. Yeah. See the European cut. If you can see the uncut version, it's, like, double the violence. Like, every shot where someone gets shot once, it's, like, 50 more times and 50 more times the blood. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, See the, I, I, yeah. I, I was watching it earlier. I mean, I was watching it a few days ago, and it was like, oh, man, they cut everything's cut out because I can tell how everything seems so, like, cut earlier. There's not enough yeah. blood. Yeah. Or, like, the scene, the scene, the opening scene with the Ed 209 is just so much more disturbing and graphic and just like, <laughs> like, it's just like, whoa, how did they, but it's, I love RoboCop. It's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, this is my first time watching the RoboCop movie. Uh, I mean, I, I was expecting like Ed 209 to be a bigger part, but no, he just falls down a flight of stairs and he's just like crying and yeah. squirming. Oh, I, I like Ed 209 cause he's stop motion. Oh Yeah. Back when people, you t he still looks better than a lot. Of, well, he looks better than that terrible remake. Jesus, I kind of like the remake. I can't, I can't talk about the remake. I appreciate I'm gonna get, it. It's gonna be a. I'll get into a blindside type oh, rage. Oh dear, I appreciate. Oh my god, I appreciate it for what it was because it was kind of like a modern retelling of RoboCop, but like it's but, kind of told in reverse. You know, like he's he starts out human. As, but in a robot body, but slowly loses humanity. I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, my, my problem with that and the, the Total Recall remake, where we were both the originals were both by this guy, Paul Verhoeven, is that they take out all of the satire. And then it's like, well, if you take out all the satire, then there's no point in doing it. Like, that's what made Robocop cool. And that's what made Total Recall cool. Is like they had a sense of humor and they were fun. It's like, I know they talk about doing Starship Troopers, which was also. A movie he did and i don't think you could do starship troopers without doing like the satire of american fascism like if you take that out it's just a dumb movie like that's that's kind of the problem with his remakes is you have to when you remake something you have to understand what it's theoretically saying like that's why scarface is a remake that's lived on so long that m most people don't know it's a remake because it did it so well you know oh yeah i keep forgetting scarface was a remake but i don't know like the new robocop had like it was satire but it wasn't done comedically that's the thing it was more grim not grim dark it, but still serious it is well i don't know those commercials are pretty funny and they, there's a lot of good jokes in it like i'd buy that for a dollar <laughs> buy that for a dollar <laughs> i fucking hate that guy like well, that's not, how is oh, that i love how, that guy how, how is perfect. buying something for a dollar a compliment like 
the manufacturing price would be far more than a dollar. Are you really? Are you really coming up with this from a business perspective? It's like you're like like this manufacturer price. I mean, clearly they'd have to make so many units for this to make fis- be fiscally responsible. It's very it's very selfish of him just to say, "Oh, I buy that for a dollar," thinking it's like a compliment. No, it is not. It actually sounds more like he said it sarcastically. It costs like, thirty dollars to manufacture <laughs> one of those things, and you want to buy it for a dollar, negative twenty nine dollars in in profit for the company. You know how long the company's gonna last? Such a loser, fucker. You know, I I actually thought the in the Lego Movie the um I can't find my pants was kind of like a modern update of I'd buy that for a dollar, like a dumb. <laughs> Like a dumbass show that everybody likes. Kind of like how if someone, if my life was satire, the Big Bang Theory would be that dumbass oh. show. That's my favorite trope when, is when a character's just watching some TV show that exists only in within that universe. Some, yeah. Some weird TV show that should not exist. I like the best, the one who does it best is Rick and Morty with the oh, yeah. cable, like interdimensional cable box. And I love um, <laughs> The best one is Ball Fondlers, which is literally just the opening theme song to every action show you could imagine, and that's the whole show. <laughs> but it's, Zorp, it's, Zorp. I love that one. Oh, I hate my mom and nun's days, and I really could go for some enchiladas. Hey, John, it's me, Gazorpazorp Field. Boy, f- you, John, you f- dumb, stupid idiot. Come on, Gazorpazorp Field, go easy on me, huh? You dumb, stupid, weak, pathetic. White, white, uh, uh, guilt, white guilt, milk toast, piece of human garbage. Jeez, Gazorpazorpfield, that's, you know, you're pretty mean to me, but that takes the cake. I don't give a f- I'm Gazorpazorpfing field, bitch. Now give me my f***ing enchilada. Hey, oh, Gazor- what, about, what about the, uh, I think it was Ren and Stimpy where they just was like, and here's a can of mayo. Ten minutes. Oh the no! Whole oh, that, that was Rocco's Modern Life. That was oh, Rocco's Modern Life. Okay. Oh, that reminds me. So in Rocco's Modern Life, there was a scene where they just showed a TV show, the most successful TV show ever. It's it's just a still image of a can of mayo. <laughs> oh, but you didn't know about that, Jim? I I forgot about it. It's it just makes me laugh because I, I that image hit me like right when he said it. I was like, I remember that episode. I I think it was from the episode <laughs> where um. Mr. Bighead, the the grouchy neighbor, had like a son, and he was an animator, and he just wanted to put out any bullshit he can, and it was still successful, and he just wants out of the animation industry. But I remember like last year, I think, uh, on Teen Nick, the 90s are all that block, where they show 90s Nickelodeon shows, they announced that they were going to show an unaired Rocco's Modern Life episode on April Fool's. Oh, I remember that. And it was 30 minutes of the fucking mayo. Oh, that is hilarious! Fuckers! Oh, I, love that. I love that. That is good. That was, Props to them. I, like I sat there, like I thought, like maybe they're gonna play the episode after this one. That's better than the time they hyped up Crybaby Lane. Oh yeah, because Crybaby Lane was this uh, lost Nickelodeon TV movie that aired once and apparently was too scary, so they never well, that, aired it again. Th- that was I actually looked up that movie, and what had happened is. They never aired it again. That's true. But there's never anything from Nickelodeon. Anyone who worked there was like, no, we just didn't like it that much. So we didn't play it. That's all. And whoever posted it on Reddit and made it this big thing said it was banned because it was too scary. And people kept saying that. But there's like 
no verification. Nickelodeon's like, no, it's just not that good. And when I saw it, I was like, there were scarier episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, like, it's not because it was too scary. Like, no, it's compl- I My theory behind that, and this is this has as much verification of, as them saying it got banned because it's being scary, is that some kid really liked that movie and made up the mythos because he was he needed some reason for people to watch this piece of shit. So like <laughs> he he just told people it got banned. And doesn't that sound cool? Like why would any of us be watching Crybaby Lane at this day and age? But my creepy pasta. Hey, what about Dead Bart? Maybe we'll maybe that'll get leaked. Is that is that for real? For no. real? What's, no. The, the footage I showed in that last video of top ten lost unfinished cartoons that was from a season four episode, Brother from the Same Planet. Oh yeah. Because Bart was mad it's that re- Homer didn't pick him up from soccer practice because he, he he took like three hours to pick him up and. Bart, no, I remember. For some yeah. reason, Bart looked at Homer and then his face started deteriorating into like the zombie demonic form. I don't know. And they never acknowledge it again. And I have no idea what the purpose of that scene was. Well, they used to Bart break. was pissed off at Homer. Yeah. That's, that was the joke. <laughs> it was a good but, um, joke. It's they... really funny. Because... Sorry? No, you can go. I'm sorry. Um, It's really funny because uh, Mr. Creepypasta did a narration of that story and he used the same exact episode. Yeah, a lot of people use that scene... And trick people into thinking that's from like the actual Dead Bart episode. Yeah, or they um remember that episode where um Nelson is first like a major character, mm-hmm. and like there's the scene where Bart Bart's dead and he's like cross-eyed in a casket. Oh yeah, they use that. They use that too. Oh. For... Well, well, there's so many episodes of The Simpsons. Like you can take one scene and say it's lo- from a lost episode. That's true. Are there any actual Lost Simpsons episodes or band? I don't think so. Oh, they did. Wait, they did. They didn't ban it, but they wouldn't play it for a while. The episode where they go to New York and Homer has that two towers bit. Oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah, I was thinking of doing like a video about how 9-11 like banned all these episodes or just like how these these major events just had episodes banned from cartoons. But it was going to be a serious video, but I don't think that would work for me. I mean, they had this, how, the Spider-Man how do do that trailer. Tasteful way is a good question. Yeah. yeah, that's true. There was like the Spider-Man trailer that had that again. That was a two, two towers thing where the um, Spider-Man made a web and he had caught a helicopter in a web between the two towers, and that, that came was, out like what? That was one of the coolest teasers. That was a cool teaser, but then they had to pull it, and I think there was. Um, like the openings to a lot of sitcoms had to be re-edited and I know they re like the Sopranos, the opening for that had the two towers. And since that was still airing, they just cut it from all the remaining the seasons that went into production after that. Oh God, is Sopranos really that old? Whoa. Yeah. It's that old? Damn. Sopranos is, I went on a Sopranos kick recently. It's a damn good show. Mm-hmm. Didn't it? Uh, wasn't the ending bad though? Oh yeah. The ending was just like, I don't even understand what they were doing. Like the episode before the end one was good and it like kind of insinuates heavily like, Oh, Tony's getting killed. And they kind of just like the last scene just doesn't even flow with the episode. It just felt like he didn't know how to end it. And you know, but it's if honestly, like if you want to understand how modern TV shows work and how we got into like the binge watching place we are now, the Sopranos is kind of like the show that influenced all of that. Like Mad Men is a big, uh, really influenced by Sopranos. Hmm. Anyway, Shrek, Shrek, yeah, Shrek. But I was just talking about like 
Wasn't Shrek on The Sopranos? You, oh, Shrek. The episode where Shrek guest starred was an amazing episode. I, 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 I think TV, modern TV was changed because Shrek comes on. He's like, hey, Tony, how you doing? And Tony's like, hey, Shrek, you motherfucker. How you doing? You, you green piece of shit. Why are you coming to New Jersey? And Shrek's like, hey, you know, I'm like an onion. I got a lot of layers, just like I'm nailing a wife. Oh, Shrek, stop it with the jokes. <laughs> yeah, isn't Shrek nailing your wife? Oh, oh, whoa, 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 Nolan. <laughs> Nolan, 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 you did you told me you last night make... you were texting her. Nolan, what <laughs> you told what me last you... night you were, he was texting her. Shrek was, oh, that, that Shrek was texting my wife, yeah. Uh oh, <laughs> but it's but it's Shrek actually cameoed in other, other things for some reason. Like, there he was, Shrek was a playable skateboarder in the video game Tony Hawk's underground too if you beat the game on the easy mode you get to Along skate Spider-Man. you get to skate a shrek and like when you um put graffiti um he just burped it on yeah he he burped the logo of shrek on the walls oh wait did you i just remembered this um did you ever hear about when shrek 3 came out and tim and eric did press for shrek 3 what? in green makeup and with shrek ears what for real, like I, I, they were doing like CNN or something, and they, they? they, and they talked about how great of a film. Like, we just want to give more press to this amazing small animated <laughs> film. Oh, I'm looking at the picture. Right I know, now. you know, they're full of shit. I'm looking. <laughs> no, at it was like it was the most hilarious thing. I just remember, uh, oh Shrek. You know, what? go on the internet, post a bulletin, go on the message boards, tell your friends about Shrek Three. Oh, and check out our MySpace page because we've redesigned it to look awesome. It looks like Shrek. It's really cool. And don't forget, the movie's coming out May 18th. Everyone go out and check it out. Shrek was a, was monumental, but like, yeah, sh- what did you guys think of Shrek 3? Because that's when a lot of people said it started going downhill. I never saw Shrek 3. I was I was done. Are you going to find that point. Shrek ever went uphill to begin with? Them's fighting words. What'd you say? Yeah. I said, are you implying Shrek ever went uphill? But yeah, Shrek 3 was the one where he was going to have kids and then, uh, for some reason, he goes to this other kingdom, and he gets to meet uh, Justin Timberlake, who's a, a prince. Oh, yeah. And I don't remember what, what was the conflict. I think he was Fiona's brother, I think. I, I think Shrek Shrek kind of over-Shreked its welcome. Yeah. It's, it was like, they needed to maybe not make so many sequels. It was like kind of ruin because that's the thing with sequels is it ruins the perception of the original because you can never just have a world where it's just the love of the original and if you look at what happened to like the original halloween or the friday the 13th movies it's the same thing you know it's like it totally ruined them from being the classics because people would be like yeah but i had to sit through halloween five and that sucked you know okay, you need to fucking stop there sir <laughs> what Wait, stop Jim insulting. Going, what? Jim is going way too far with this. What? It's I'm, true. I'm, start, I'm starting to think he believes this. What? I don't know what's going on. Believes what? Like, Shrek needs to be, like, sanctified and, like, fucking needs no, to have, I'm just, like... I'm not saying... I don't think Shrek is a great movie, but I'm saying that, like, if you have one movie that has a pretty good reputation and then you make X amount of shitty sequels it kind of ruins the reputation of the original. Yeah. Like, look at Land Before Time. Oh, yeah, because that was like Scooby-Doo when there was like the new Land Before Time sequel every year. 
basically. And they yeah. had a t- they had a TV show like a, on on a Cartoon Network's block. Tickle You. Remember Tickle You on Cartoon Network? No. That was, uh, that, that no, was, but I do remember the show. That was Cartoon Network's version of like Nick Jr. and it did not last at all. It just vanished. It, it was here for a week and vanished. No, I remember there after it bombed, they were like, we kind of realized that we don't know how to make educational programming because you have to have like people who have degrees and that stuff. <laughs> sort of stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, but there was also oh, that's the same thing happened with their live action that was there for a week and for like a month and then they gave up on that. Thankfully, no, that's that's stuck stuck around for way too long. Oh yeah, I mean, it, and it happened the same time that like regular show and Adventure Time came out, and it's funny how a little before that it was yeah, but not too much. I mean, it was like around the time I'd I'd be watching Adventure Time, I'd they'd be talking about what was that show where there were gamers or something? Oh, level up level up yeah they were so much more into level up than adventure time and regular show and it's like look what happened <laughs> look how time took care of that one. Oh, i kind of like level up no oh, i was i i never saw level up yeah that was like the last strand of live action shows that and uh the incredible crew oh wait you want to hear a shrek fact that i told nolan this last night but i i i really found i found a citizen kane shot in shrek what I for real did. Oh my god! What? No one's like I told you this last night. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I remember. But I'm, I'm disappointing I'm, Nolan so much today. So disappointed. <laughs> no, that. So there's a scene in Citizen Kane where Charles Foster Kane and his wife, um, they have these this montage of them at the dinner table and how at the beginning when they're really in love, they're really close together and then throughout the sequence um it shows them like further and further apart they don't reference the sequence but they reference the end shot where they're really far apart at the table and then the camera like goes up and they do that when shrek and fiona are separated and then you see this long table which is supposed to signify that they're far apart and they do like a fade but it's like the same shot i would be very surprised if that's what they weren't doing but yes I'd 100% say there's a Citizen Kane reference in Shrek. can't believe this shit. And then he broke a, a, a snow globe and went, Shrek, bud. Oh. That was a bad joke. Cut that out. I'm, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> oh, it, my God. More like onion bud. Don't onions have buds? Oh, that was better. Okay. Onion bud. Oh. You know, the, the thing I like about Shrek's message is, like, it's kind of like the opposite of Beauty and the Beast. Because, like, in Shrek... Uh, Fiona's curse will be lifted or whatever. Okay, so Fiona's a human princess, but but at night she turns into this ogre. But whoa, spoilers! Oh, uh-oh. spoilers! Uh-oh. Oh my god! <laughs> Man, can, <laughs> no, sorry. Can you sorry. imagine kids today don't know who Shrek is? Do you think? I, no, I'm sure people thing? know. I was just being. A Damn, like, you got to think about that. Like kids today, there's kids alive who have not seen Shrek. I've I've spoiled movies for people that I was like. I was like, well, yeah, you know, everybody knows that kid's dead in six in the six or everybody knows Bruce Willis is dead. And they're like, dude, I've never seen six Sense," And I was like, it's 2010. Whose fault's that? <laughs> when Bruce Willis was dead at the end of six Sense, I shizzed in my pants. I just ate a grape and I shizzed in my pants. I went to okay, you guys, can we? Everyone Come spoils on. that. Like that's whenever you yeah. make a joke about spoiling stuff, that's always the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, Snape it's kills like, Dumbledore. Bruce Willis dies at the end of Sixth Sense. Uh, oh man! I always think the top three are 
Citizen Kane crying game and uh, Sixth Sense. Wait, what was what's the Citizen Kane spoiler? Oh, just that the it was a sled. sled. It was, it a, was sled. a sled. Well, it's the idea is that it doesn't the sled doesn't mean anything, and they thought it did. That's the whole idea. Yeah, and also, uh, <laughs> but I remember when Snake killed Dumbledore was a thing like that. That Harry Potter book, I, like I would go on like. Oh yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, I, I would go on like Neopets forums, <laughs> and I would I would just like start a, a a forum post saying Shrek killed Dumbledore. I <laughs> no wait no I, it's, Snape killed Dumbledore. Whoops. Hey. Snake kills Dumbledore. No, bitch, you bitch. I I posted a video for Cletus the Fetus, and it was just literally all the spoilers from Harry Potter. But then I inserted a bunch of random shit I made up, and then people came up asking me if the random shit was real. And I'd look at them like, "Are you fucking serious?" You man? don't know. It was why like that you, was. Why don't you just play their ignorance up? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure, idiot. To be honest, at the time, I bet you I I did, because <laughs> oh, that was. But I there were a couple times I'd look at them and go like, I can't even pretend. Like, are you for real? Like, no, Ron and Hermione did not have sex in the book. Like, are you serious? Come on now. Well, in the movie, um, Hermione and Harry's apparition almost did. Oh, that was that first that part one is like, like really goes there. It's like. <laughs> It's like Degrassi. It goes there. No, but it, it, it like pushes itself. Like go like, this is adult Harry Potter. See, they're naked. And Your stuff. name is Harry Potter. Lulls is a corruption of L-O-L, which stands for laugh out loud. Anonymous gets big lulls from pulling random pranks. But truly epic lulls come from raids and invasions branded on the anonymous websites with an I like their nationwide campaign to spoil the new Harry Potter book ending. Attention children! But yeah, as I was saying about Shrek spoilers, like, in the ending of Shrek, they broke Fiona's curse, but it turns out her true form is that she's an ogre, and now Shrek and Fiona are both just these hideous ogres, and they're okay with that. But then there's Beauty and the Beast, Disney's movie that... Shrek is pretty much a big fuck you too, where it's just like this poor, rich beast who has hit too much hair, I guess, and that's that's his problem, and he's tortured. And then Beast and Belle, or whatever the girl was named, she she loves him no matter what, and then he gets to become a, a rich, handsome guy, and now there's no conflict. Fuck them. Well, that's like that's like the future you think you'll have when you're a kid is that you'll get married and. And you'll both be beautiful forever and you won't be like your parents. But Shrek is the reality oh. and you're going to be fat and ugly just like your parents oh were. Oh, my God. You're right. And, and the message <laughs> Think of about is, it. It's it's true, man. The, the it's true. The message of Shrek is like they're, they, they're accepting of that. They don't care. It's okay. Yeah. That, that's, Shrek, that, that's why Shrek is a better movie than Beauty and the Beast. Whoa. Yeah, you know it to be true. No. Yeah. Although I never understood. So this nice gypsy lady came to the door and the beast was a dick to her for no reason. But then I thought the beast wasn't answering his own door. That's a big plot hole. He has a whole mansion with a staff. The gypsy lady wasn't. He wasn't going to answer that door. He was in his study and Potsworth. It's probably Potsworth's fault. That's what no one ever thinks about because they. How would she have any interaction with him? You think way too much about this shit, Jim. No, yeah. I. 
No, I just I thought of that when I watched it recently. I was like, why would he be opening the door? Yeah. What? I'm just saying, I like the Beauty and the Beast. It's a it's a good movie. I just you know should be brought up. Shrek is still the superior film, amazingly. What? No, stop stop doing that. Stop (laughs) saying. No. Search your feelings. No. You know it to be true. It's not happening. <laughs> yeah. It's not true. No. Oh, Obi-Wan, he said it's not true. God. I mean, look. Beauty and the Beast got sequels, but they were all straight to video. But Shrek got his in theaters. Shrek sequels were huge blockbusters. I mean, it's ridiculous. Part, part one was good. I mean, part, part two was good, but then the three and four. Yeah. Hey, did you guys see part four? I did no. Oh. I was gonna say I love in the first movie how like Fiona goes, I I don't understand. I'm supposed to be beautiful. But then like Shrek just puts an arm on her and goes, But you are beautiful. <laughs> and the music plays and it's just like he does care. Boom. <laughs> I did like do you know All Star was originally made for a different movie? What was it? It was for Mystery Men. Oh, it was on the soundtrack of Mystery Men. Yeah, yeah, I saw Mystery Men. If you watch the music video, it's half. It's uh, music video. It's kind of like from the soundtrack of Mystery Men. Myst- yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. I've seen that music video. Yeah, and Mystery Men does not hold up. It had a good concept, but the movie just went on and on forever. It's like oh, a ne- two and a half hours. Oh, I never even. It's two and a half hours. Yeah, it just goes yeah. on. It wasn't that funny. Oh, I- I never even, I actually didn't see it. I wanted to see it. I, I, never I actually found out about it in the most stupidest of ways. Ba- basically, me and my cousin were playing uh, the Legend of Zelda game on Game Boy Color. Um, what was it called? The uh, Link's Awakening. And I don't uh-huh. know. So, There's there this guy in the middle of the forest that you just had to throw magic dust on it. And then I just call him, that must be a mystery, man. And then my cousin says, hey, that's the name of a movie that's coming out and it has Kel in it. Oh, my God. It has Kel oh, in it. Oh, yeah. I remember that was Kel's big movie. Yeah. Man, uh, Kel. Apparently, that's a sad story oh. that Keenan won't uh, really talk to Kel anymore. <laughs> oh. But my brother actually went to a bar where Kel had an appearance and they drank orange soda on top of the bar together. <laughs> that's a that's a real I've seen the pictures. It really wow, happened. He was He's, there. He was with Kel. Damn. I, 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 a couple of nights ago, I had a I had a nightmare that a clown was ke- killing Kel while Keenan watched. Whoa. Are you sure? Is that some weird fan fiction you've been writing? I, it was a dream. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> I don't know what Watch, this... you you wake up, you woke up and your laptop was open. You're like, what did I, what happened? Like, what, what, like I just, wake did up. I write fan fiction about Keenan and Kel again? No. Or you can put in the Darth Vader thing. Like I've gotten a lot of Star Wars references in tonight. Like I wake up, it's like, I got to warn them. <laughs> <laughs> and Kel. Kel emails you back like, I had the same dream. Also, I'm really bored. What are you doing today? <laughs> you, want, Can I... you want to be on my podcast, man? It's going to be awesome. Oh, here it goes. Everybody out there, go run and tell your homeboys and homegirls it's time for Keenan and Kel. To keep you laughing in the afternoon, so don't touch that dial on read the room. Cause they always in the summer, no fronting and you don't want to miss it. It's double K like, do the good way, yes. 
Keenan and Kel, I should have said Kel and Keenan, and you gotta watch Keenan, cause Keenan be scheming with a plan or a plot to make it to the top, but they kinda in the middle, cause they always getting caught. This ain't the Hardy Boys or a Nancy Drew mystery, it's just Keenan and Kel and your vicinity, like Siegfried and Roy, or Abbott and Costello, Magic and Kareem, or Penn and Teller, somebody's in trouble. Oh dear, I, you know, I actually tried getting like the worst guest ever for our podcast, it's the most esoteric guest we could possibly get, you know who it was? Okay, like around 2006, the early days of YouTube, there was just this guy who said, hey, donate money to me and I'll smash my virtual boy. And people actually did donate money to him. I don't know how much, but one of the biggest donators was 50 bucks. And then I'm checking on his YouTube now after like almost 10 years and there's no video of him smashing his virtual boy. Whoa. I was ripped. Maybe. I feel ripped off. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, holy shit, Ken's back. Fuck you. Oh, fuck you guys. What's up, my fuckers? That's, hey, that's me. <laughs> Only I can say that, you fuck. What's up, fucker? You're not Emily, I'm Emily. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, and Shrek 4. So yeah, Shrek 4 was a thing, and I saw that in theaters, and it was meh. That was kind of... Shrek's weird because DreamWorks is really starting to find its identity. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know if they've really still haven't found it, to be honest. But they, oh. uh, it's kind of a weird franchise because that was only their second CG movie, um, and they were they did two D stuff for a while then too, um, with Prince of Egypt and stuff like that. So it's like kind of weird its placement. You know, it's like now I feel like they would be. Because after they were going to do a Shrek 5 and they canceled it. Um, and apparently now they're a little more uh, uh, conservative when it comes to sequels. Like they're really going to stop after How to Train Your Dragon 3. Yeah, if only would, if only another company would stop making sequels to their CG films. Yeah, how the fuck did that? I still am like, Pixar, what happened? Like, Although, did you hear about The Incredibles 2? Brad Bird's finally started writing the thing. Well, that's that's the thing is that I at least like that he's like, look, I, I'm going to try to come up with something, but like that he's like not just he's not so set on it that it'll absolutely happen. I think that's a good sign because that he needs a reason yeah. is, you know, and I, I, I trust Brad Bird. He hasn't made a bad movie yet, so I'm curious if he'll go back to animation or not. It seems like he wasn't, but. I know he's gotten a lot of Star Wars offers, so I don't know if he'll really do Incredibles 2 or not. Realistically, I think the script, too, I think I bet the plot of Incredibles, the next one is going to be about Mr. Incredible going into retirement and his kids are picking up the mantle or whatever. That would be a good, I like that idea. Yeah. I, I would just like another, I mean, it's it's literally, it is the only Pixar movie that really feels like it should have a sequel. Yeah. So it's like, I don't understand I mean, I know he's been busy and it's kind of like you can't have that movie without him because he developed it. It wasn't even developed originally as a Pixar movie. So, yeah, it was going to be for Warner Brothers and it was going to be in the style of like Iron Giant. But that fucking bombed. That that upset me so much because I I wanted I didn't understand for so long why that bombed. But now it's like considered a classic. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like. the, the I know the animation team behind Iron Giant. They did go on to make another 2D animated film. What? 
Eight Crazy Nights starring Adam Sandler. <laughs> you just you just shreked up my soul. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of the background characters actually do look like Hogarth and his mom. If you pay attention close enough. Yeah, that was if you ever see if you want to know how uh, shitty Adam Sandler is the same year. Eight Crazy Nights came out or like the same month. This other movie he was in Punch Drunk Love came out, which is directed by Paul Thomas Anderson and is a really is like probably the best Adam Sandler movie. It's really, really good. But he refused to promote that because it was against his brand. So he promoted eight crazy nights instead. Oh. Yeah. So that's like if you think Adam Sandler's had every chance to change and any time he has the opportunity, he's like, no, I'd much rather make pixels. With Josh Gad. Well, Adam Sandler's shown that he can do serious movies like um, Rain Over Me, but I don't know. Those don't make as much money as his normal films. No, they don't. Yes, look, I understand where Adam Sandler's coming from. Cargo shorts are not cheap, <laughs> and he needs to buy a lot of them. <laughs> oh. What? I don't you, think they make them just, anymore. No, so. no shade for Adam Sandler. Absolutely no shade. I just don't. You know, although I didn't, I don't, I, I actually kind of like click. So yeah. I don't hate click. And Hotel Transylvania. The angel of death, Michael. <laughs> oh. I mean, Hotel Transylvania, to be honest, when I saw that, I kind of, there's certain movies I give a pass almost because I'm like, well, this will let that director do something else. And at the time I was like, well, it's fine that this is a hit because we'll get to do Popeye. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't. Although apparently, did you see the Clarence that's like an older 30s cartoon oh, yeah, the, or something? The t- Car- Clarence made an episode uh, in the style of classic Flesher animations. Yeah, Fleischer. Fleischer. Fleischer, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, that guy apparently that's like that animator's specialty and he was working on Popeye, which broke my soul even more because I was like... So it was going to be like the old Fleischer cartoons and Gendy was doing it. No, he's going to I know he's going to work on something else called uh, Imagine This. It's an original. Yeah, but I just it's still like Popeye having a comeback was like such a cool idea. It's upsetting. I'll I'll get over it eventually. But that's like my number one like movie. I was that was like the animated movie I was most excited for. You know, I was like, well, at least the Popeye live action movie from like the seventies with Robin Williams and Shelley Duvall. Like that that it has to be like one of the best uh, animated to live action adaptions ever. Yeah, that's up that that's up there with Speed Racer. They, They built an entire town for that movie, and it's still up to this day. Yeah, there's there's a there was a list of like sets that just sat abandoned afterwards and are still there. And I think that one's a theme park, isn't it? Or I something it, no, like that. No, I think that. it's just like a actual just town. People are just living there now. Oh wow. Oh cool. Uh, yeah. It's a it's it's a cool Popeye movie and it follows more of the comic strip than the cartoon. Yeah. I think. I think that's the it's been a while since I saw it and looked it all up. But yeah, Shrek. Well, we talked about Shrek four, but hey, what about Puss in Boots. Anyone see the Puss in Boots spinoff? Oh, I did. I did see Puss in Boots. You know who worked on the script to that? Oh. Guillermo del Toro. What? No way. No. Seriously, he was an advisor to DreamWorks for a little bit, oh. and I know he has a. I think he has a voice credit in it, and I know he helped uh, shape the script in it too, a little bit. Like he didn't get credited because he likes. He's friends with the guy who did uh, the How to Train Your Dragon movie. Oh, I love this cat. 
This cat is so hilarious. I'll do a movie with him. It's so funny. Del Toro's crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, this cat is so funny. He works on a ton of stuff. and But I know he's friends with um, the guy who did How to Train Your Dragon 2, that director. And, like, he comes in and, like, gives advice and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I uh, allegedly know is that he made Pacific Rim and uh, is was going to work with Hideo Kojima for Silent Hills, but Kojima got fired. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen with that now? Yeah. But I allegedly I heard I heard um um Guillermo del Toro actually visited my school because he knew a professor here, but it was a secret visit. He just wanted to visit the professor himself, and it's Aww. like, oh come on, get, get, come back, bring bring Jorge. I bet bring Jorge Gutierrez also. I bet he showed up and was like, um, so do you know Pan? Because I'd really like to be on the podcast. Um, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> like, hey, just like. Is that really his accent? Hey, I, look, it's Pan Pizza, <laughs> the man who wants to fuck with underage cartoon characters. It's you. Just talk to Pan for me. I'm just saying it'd be cool. You know, I'm a big fan. Of- Sounds like but an I don't Italian like no guy. On the podcast, he is a dick. Hi, Guillermo. That- no, Raven's not underage. 18's a teen. <laughs> uh, oh my god, shut up, man. Dude, look, they didn't confirm it in the show, so it's open for interpretation. Uh, shut art, up. Art, <laughs> cartoons are art. Art is open for interpretation. I'm able to Just interpret admit Raven as a Just admit you filthy, no. underage pedo son of a bitch. No. The, the- that that reason sounded too rehearsed to me. That's all I'm going to say. That's because he said it so many times because he doesn't want to admit he's just a lolly fucker. Hey, Raven can be 18 for all we know. We don't know. It's a cartoon. It's open. Well, yeah, but on on that so Raven, she was in high school. That's, that's so. a different Raven. That doesn't count. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Did she ever make a That's So Raven joke? Because if not, that's such a lost opportunity. Oh, man. I'm surprised they didn't, assholes. What a- Someone should be like, she'll do something and then Beast Boy can be like, That's So Raven. That would Teen Titans go. You are wasting your time if you're not doing a That's So Raven joke. Well, let's be real here. Teen Titans go is already wasting its own time. Oh. Yeah, well, that's I don't mind it sometimes, but. I, I do watch it while I do other stuff, so I'm sure if I sat down and watched it, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, there was there was a really disturbing scene I was watching earlier. It was all the Titans doing the PP dance, and that's what they call it. What? I don't fucking know. Ex- explain. Uh, explain. Well, Robin needed to go to the bathroom, and he was dancing because he he there, there was only one bathroom in this tower, and then he he started doing the pee pee dance, and everyone gathered together, and then Starfire said, "I too wish to join in the dance of the pee pee." Do you think the voice actors are just kind of like, <laughs> oh my god, I used to be in one of the best cartoon shows of the early thousands. Now this. Oh, I don't believe that scene, but hey, I guess if that's all the Shrek there is for today, we can get into we, the court. We Shreked it up, we Shreked it down, we Shreked it all around. Yeah. We Shreked it over to the Fast and Furious, we Shreked it over to other places because fuck Shrek. Yeah, fuck Shrek indeed. Well, <laughs> so let's get into the questions. Yo, Rob, what's up? Oh, doing the pee-pee dance, bro? Nice. I love that dance. We're doing the pee-pee dance. I invented the pee-pee dance. Oh, yeah. Oh, I too wish to participate in the dance of the pee-pee. 
Step to the left, now step to the right. Put your knees together and squeeze them tight. Keep your arms moving side to side. Try to hold it in till it's time to ride. Knock, knock, let me in, knock, knock. Let me in, knock, knock. Let me in, I gotta go. Aw, don't tell me I missed the pee-pee dance. Everyone's trying to do like live action superhero shows now. The all the I guess all the kids who grew up watching like animated superhero cartoons are now watching live action ones instead. Wait, what? Oh yeah, cuz we were talking about Gotham and all these all these live action CW superhero oh, yeah. shows and it seems like it just everything became reversed like all the kids who grew up watching uh, animated superhero movies and cartoons are just watching the live action stuff now on TV instead. I don't like any of the live actions. I haven't watched. I heard Agent Carter's good, but I haven't really watched them any of them. Agent Carter's good. Shield oh, yeah. is good. Gotham is shit. <laughs> I actually, you know, when you uh, told me about that question, I got to think about it for a second. And there's like a bunch of movies and TV shows I walked by, so I, I have them all stocked and ready. I get the feeling that I, I doubt this is. True, but I get the feeling we have so much live action stuff now is because when kids watch the cartoons when they they were younger, they were like, "What if this happened in real life?" And that's why we have it all. Yeah, that's. Yeah, we I mean, have special like, effects now, so we can do that in real life. I mean, we can, but like when I was, I was maybe gonna watch Daredevil, and then I saw the picture of the red suit, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not doing this bullshit. Fuck that." Mm. Like, My it looks. Is it so good? I mean, people say it's good, but I kind of think Daredevil could be a. A movie. I don't understand why. It was a movie. Well, that's true, yeah. It's, I don't know. It was a really shitty movie. Uh, I saw that in theaters. Uh, how was regrets. it? What? Over, I, I was going to ask how was it because I only remember a brief bit of it and I hated it what I saw. I didn't like it really, but I remember people didn't hate it as much at the time. Like, I'm, I remember people, the theater, people were like really into it. But it was clear it was like not a good movie. It's like they combine an origin story and the Electra story, and those are like two different movies. It's like three or four movies at once. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, and then Electra, Electra had her own movie, and it was with Jennifer Garner of all people. Oh, she was. Oh, not... and then they made a spinoff with Electra. That's what I said. Yeah, they gave her a spinoff, and no one watched it. Oh, I remember Daredevil played the song "Wake Me we Up, should... Wake Me Up Inside." Oh, that has a big goth new metal soundtrack. I remember oh that. yeah. Shouldn't we wait for the podcast to do this? Yeah. Hey, oh, should we get into? Should we read the questions now? Yeah. I was actually much. recording. I was actually recording the Daredevil part. Oh, okay. oh, cool. I like that Daredevil part. Yeah, that Daredevil part that we just did right now. Yeah. And now it's time for the questions. If anybody has any questions, post them in the YouTube comments below. And be sure to start out the question with the word question so it's easier to find. Oh, and the best way to put questions is to put them on Pan's blog spot. No, blog spot. Wow, that was a thing. <laughs> that was a thing.
especially if you want to ask, can I be on the podcast? Put it on Pan's blog spot. Yeah. He'll respond to you there for sure. Try to find my old blog spot. <laughs> Good luck. It's probably very easy to find, I guess. But Tyler Slack, question. Do you guys actually fap to zone 10 or watch the videos ironically? <laughs> Next question. Olysseus Ocha. Question. Do you guys play fighting games? And if you do, which ones are your favorites? Um, Street Fighter. Well, like the old Super Nintendo Sega ones, because I still play them. Or I play Streets of Rage, but that's not really a fighting game. That's beat them up. But they, I think, yeah. didn't Streets of Rage have a crossover with... Uh, Street Fighter, like even in the cartoon series for America, which was horrible. Uh huh. Yeah, I remember. Maybe that. I played like the classic one. I used to love. Yeah. I oh the Ranma fighting game. I actually played that recently. Oh yeah, I played I played that in Mexico. Except I I think I don't know if it was the Ranma game because I I think we had the American version for some reason. And in the American version, they it's no longer Ramna this anime. It's just these original characters, and they have a clown named Bobo. And I don't know. Oh, that wasn't the game I played yeah because there's two versions the the original uh, japanese version and the one released in america that has different sprites and different characters but it's the same exact game oh that's weird i remember because it was a big if you got the ranma tapes before the episode you had to watch a commercial for the super nes game <laughs> oh yeah because at the end of it i remember in the pokemon vhs tapes because i have a lot of those for like classic gen one pokemon at the end there was always a commercial for ramna the movie Oh, wow. There was a Ramna movie? Well, a straight-to-video movie. That, well, well straight-to-video here. I think in Japan it came out in theaters. Yeah, it's an animated film, but I don't know. Ramna was much bigger in... Uh, Ramna 1 half was bigger in Mexico. It didn't air in America. Well, it, it never aired. Yeah, it didn't air. It was just a big VHS thing because in the early days of anime, the anime section was like so threadbare. You were kind of like, well, I'm into anime. I'll watch these other ten tapes. And, like, one of those ten tapes was Ranma. It was, like, Akira, Ranma, yeah. Vampire I, Hunter D. I like and then a lot... Oh. What? I said, I like to imagine that a mom is... I mean, a kid who just got into anime is like, Hmm, I want to watch something like Pokemon. I wonder what Akira is. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's... I remember in like in Mexico, like I was watching, I don't know, just some channel and I, I, I think I'm pretty sure it was Fist of the North Star I was watching and that fucked me up. <laughs> it was a scene where there's these two shirtless guys on top of each other and then, <laughs> and then the. Are you being a homophobic dude no, now? No, wait, hang on, hang on. Why I'm, can't they be on top of the, the, each other, Pan? The guy, the guy on top, <laughs> he, he got his finger and then he just penetrated the guy's chest with his finger and like black oil started coming out. Whoa. Yeah, it was like, damn, that was fucked up. Yeah, but Mexico had, I don't know, Mexico had Dragon Ball Z, that was still super popular, but also Super Campeones. Oh, wait, this was a question about fighting games, hang on. Okay. (laughs) Hey, of course, me, I'm I'm one of those melee, (laughs) those people obsessed with Super Smash Brothers melee, and I considered that the best. Oh, I should have said Smash Brothers. Sorry. Oh, there, there, there's fighting game like nerds who will fight you and say that yeah, melee's not a real fighting game. Yeah, I'll fight them. See how they yeah. like it. Uh, meet me, I, uh, meet me in the playground. I like Smash Bros. too, but um, trying to think what other fighting games have I played? I like Mortal Kombat, but mostly because of the gore. <laughs> yeah, the fatalities. Yeah, fate- that changed the world. That, it it changed gaming. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, without that, we wouldn't have an M rating. That and Night Trap, the original Five Nights at Freddy's Night Trap. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could say that is. Oh, yeah. And I, I remember there was a Kickstarter to reboot Night Trap, and it's like, Night Trap wasn't that good of a game. <laughs> yeah. And then Five Nights at you Freddy's. Could, you could it easily all. make Night Trap because the co- coding probably isn't that hard. Yeah, just get some, just get your friends, get your VHS video recorder or whatever, make your own shitty 80s film in the 90s. But also fighting games, of course, Skullgirls, because I just love the designs by Alex Ahad. Yeah, those are great. Um, I was, I used to be so obsessed with like, oh, a couple of years ago, I was obsessed with like Street Fighter, Darkstalkers and stuff. Mainly because they had a shitty cartoon, an American cartoon, and it, those were the worst things ever. You can find, like, videos making fun of those, just videos of, like, compiling all the worst moments of those of those TV shows. I think you'll just like anything, so long as there's a cartoon of it. Yeah, especially a bad 80s or 90s cartoon, like Saturday Morning Watchmen. I I had I have all the VHS tapes to that. I like I remember the there was an episode where Nixon came on for some reason and he just like he started wrestling with Hulk Hogan. What? Yeah, the 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 Watchmen Saturday Morning cartoon. Remember that one? Remember the theme song? I thought that was just a parody. Strong on the together, united not, forever. I, They're I the best like, of friends. I feel like Pan's trying to Shrek us. <laughs> what are you talking about? I have the VHS tape on my shelf. It's right there. I can see. Wow, Jim. Okay. I'll, I'll believe you. I guess. Yeah. Jim, what? Pan and I didn't tell you this, but the reason we did this podcast is because we need to have an intervention. A Shrek intervention. Oh. This is exactly what we're talking about. It's tearing us apart. God damn it! You mean it's Shreking us apart? <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it, Jim. We're calling rehab. We're, we're taking you away. You mean you mean Shrekhab? Put him in the van. <laughs> Put no, him in, no, in don't, don't. Take him. I sh- I'm Shreking fine. I'm Shreking. Use fine. the chlorine. Use the chlorine. No, don't get that sh- sh- Shrek ringe away from me. I know that was I was reaching. I apologize. <laughs> if I said if I made uh, if if we said including puns and the title Shrek Shrek a hundred times, I feel like we've accomplished something oh, here. Oh dear, someone's gonna I count don't... them. Someone, someone's gonna. I mean, if someone made a transcript for episode one of what of a, of a podcast, then they're bound to make they're bound to count how many times we said Shrek here. If, if somebody um, counts how many times we've said Shrek and writes it down on a piece of paper, we'll give you a prize. No, we won't. We, no, I'm not doing that. You can no. give him a prize, Nolan, if I, you I want. Was, it have... was a callback. It was a callback to earlier in the episode, you idiot. Look, first one to do oh, that, yeah. first one to do that, you get to be a character in Loki IRL in the background or whatever. That's not a pro- <laughs> That's not much of a prize, but it's something. <laughs> if that ever comes out. Yeah. But uh, other fighting games, like, I loved all the... The ones that were so bad that were hilarious, like Shaq Fu, Shaquille O'Neal's fighting game where he goes into like another dimension and he fights all these ninjas and witches and warlocks. Shaq Fu is pretty good. Yeah. I'm, oh, I they, like they, they, they're going to they had a, like a India go go funding for a new one of that. Did it pass? Oh, oh yep. They're going to make another one. And it's officially endorsed by Sha- Shaq. I can't believe this. What's what else is Shaq doing right now? You Nothing. Know? Selling out. Hey, Sh- Shaq didn't sell out. He bought in. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, it got worse when he started, like, getting all those boxes from 1UP Box and making videos about that and then talking about <sighs> iPhone apps on his videos. That Is was... that true? He makes YouTube videos? Yeah, it's really sad. He goes by the name Rebel Taxi and he just makes these sellout videos. Oh, wow. <laughs> you shreked us again. Yeah. But other fights. I mean, sorry, I'm 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 in recovery. I'm in recovery. Oh, he shark tailed us. Did you, did you us remember again. to take your pills? Yeah, he shark tailed us again. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> but any any other fighting games you guys like? Um the well, I, I, I like want, the fighting I game say, called Life. I like the uh, Power Stone ripoff Billy and Mandy did. Oh, yeah. That was good. Hey, uh, quite, uh, for the audience watching this, like, would you all be okay if we did, like, a, occasionally did, like, a, a video game-themed episode? Like, the topic I'm be, sure. like, favorite 64 games or whatever? I'm sure nobody would care. Oh, well. I think I think they would be. I don't know if I would be... T- talking that much though just occasionally we do an uh instead of just animation we talk about a video game for a whole episode instead if i could probably i probably will just play video games for research so <laughs> yeah but next question cody Sweetman. question Ooh, i like that name cody Sweetman. have you ever seen a movie being filmed on the set of of on the set of one, sadly, the only one I have been to is to the judge when it was being filmed in my town I lived in. What? I also saw the set of the zookeeper. What? The judge? Yep. Oh, my God. He was there for the judge. Oh, my God. He's so, Jim is so happy. I can't believe this movie won't stop. It's back. You misjudged us. We're here again. I remember that was the podcast where we were discussing uh, Flash cartoons. Web cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. That was the the joke in your Johnny Test review. He's back. He's black. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Have I... I've never been to a movie filming, but, like, at Comic-Con, like... Occasionally, you'll run into like people being interviewed, and there was one time where I was seen on some interviews, ca- well, some press things camera. Like, I I know where I can find the video of it where I can see myself in the background, but I'll never tell. You're gonna you're gonna show us after the recording is done. Yeah, I want to see this. Nah, not I don't think so because it was a very unflattering image of myself. Oh. Pfft. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a pussy. Anyway, um, can we? I, I think I want to um, kind of twist this question and also include like television shows because then that's yeah. the only I can answer to. I was um, actually my sister. She's an act. Well, she's an aspiring actress, and uh, she doesn't live in the NC area like me and my pops do. And uh, Sleepy Hollow was filming, so what she did was um, she uh, said that she did live here, and she just like drove down here to shoot for the day and uh she uh she well you can't see her in the actual episode but she um, filmed for an episode in sleepy hollow she was a background dancer in a club (laughs) and uh, i got to see some of the set oh was it cool yeah actually the club they shot in was a communist themed club what whoa yeah it, it had a bunch of communist paraphernalia all around 
What? It was weird. It was weird. Was it like a Nazi club? Oh, no, wait, no, a Russian not club. Communism. Okay. Not, whoops. not Third Reich. Okay, whoops. Yeah. What? That's it, was like, just, it was just weird. They Come. have that joke in Wayne's World 2, actually. Oh, Wayne's World 2, golly. The club, uh, it, it, it's a club in Wilmington, North Carolina. I think it's called the Spetsnaz. That sounds very... I don't know. No, it's I just, actually... Oh, it was sorry. just aesthetic, I guess. What? Since but yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, Wayne's World 2. Speaking of other Mike Myers shitty sequels, Shrek 3 or oh, whatever. I wonder what someone should do a list of the best Mike Myers sequels because there's so many. Like Cat Tattoo. What? Oh my god! Oh, I'm kidding. there's like I, two know. Austin Powers, Wayne's World two, Shrek two, three, four. You know, um, I saw um, what's it called, The Love Guru in theaters. Yeah, or Soul. It was the fucking worst movie. One of, well, one of the worst movies I ever sat in. Oh yeah, Jim, you had an answer to our question. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so on my way to work, a lot I see Gotham filming, and I was when in New York when they film, they just have craft services. It's just like out, like it's kind of in the street in a parking space. And I always think like, what if I just grab like a muffin and I'll just be eating Gotham's muffin while I walk to work? Please, please do but, it. Yeah. But I've never wanted. I'm always afraid because they're always around that they'd be like, oh, that guy's back. But there's always like Law and Order's always filming. But I actually one time, Spider-Man Two, the original Spider-Man Two, was filming. And you know that scene where he flies and he at the beginning where he's delivering the pizza and he flies and gets those kids out of the way. Whoa! Um, he stole that guy's pizza. Yeah, that uh, that scene I saw them setting up the rigs to have him fly, but like we were there for like a couple hours and the, like nothing was happening, so we left. But apparently, like right after we left, Spider-Man swung or the stunt double for Spider-Man swung in and do all this stuff. So that's like the only cool one. The rest are like shitty. T- like I don't like Law and Order. Uh, what's the? Is it Criminal Minds with Jim Caviezel? I see that one a lot. So. Yeah. Oh, I or Made in Jersey. What? I I only hope to God you could have saw the uh, Law and Order GamerGate episode. No, I was I. Well, the one I I definitely that filmed right outside my old apartment was this show that got canceled really qu- it got moved to Saturdays and they just burned off like two episodes in a night called Maiden Jersey and that filmed like a bunch of stuff right near where I lived and I was like oh I can't wait to see that episode and the, but the show was so awful I didn't watch it if anyone remembers Maiden Jersey from a couple of years ago it was on like CBS yeah I was there I was also I visited the set of uh I was I was a background character in Venture Brothers. People always forget that. What? You oh, were? Oh yeah, because wasn't Ian uh, a director on? Oh no! Show? Oh no! I was fucking around. I was, oh, fuck! I was me. I was gonna fuck. act like the show was like filmed. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I was expecting like them to draw I, you in the back just as a. As I, a no, I'm not in. I did visit the the studio, Astro and Base? I have a I have a script from an episode somewhere. Oh, Astro Base Go, or was it um? World oh leaders. no! Uh, uh, world leaders. Uh, world leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I visited there. So that's like something. Yeah, didn't the? Didn't and I did visit Kids Next Door. Also, I visited lots of places. I'm, you get in. I want to get into I'm, these places. I don't really get in. I just like know someone. They're like, yeah, Jim. Whatever. We don't care. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, it's Jim. And they're like, oh, why do we invite him? I can't, I can't believe people are just like, yeah, nobody gives a shit. Come in. What was Kids Next Door like? Um, I wasn't into the show, but the guy, I, like when I was there, I, I've never really watched the show, but he was, the guy who ran it was nice. And I remember they kept talking about they were planning for a movie, but I never saw anything from that. So I don't know if that was just like blown smoke or could be just whatever. a TV movie. Yeah. I don't, I don't know been. what they're, they were, they were nice. And like, it was like a class I was in and they like showed us everything and, showed us animatics and like how several episodes are in production at once. Like they were, they were really cool. Like he didn't have to be that cool. And then he came into our class also. Mm-hmm. So that is pretty sweet. Yeah. But that was like, right. It, it was close in New York. So it's like, you know, they were cool about it. Yeah. The only animation studios I ever been to were the ones by Frederator, both in New York and Los Angeles. <laughs> Someone working at an animation studio, please invite me to go there. Um, I, the only place I've ever been to that's an animation studio is none. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. D- did I get you guys excited? Um, no. Uh, mm. yeah. Also, I was, I was, uh, you know, I did visit Pixar, and I basically came up with The Incredibles. Yeah. It was like that was a dumb joke. Cut that out, please. No. Too late. <laughs> that, that's extra late. editing time. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed some of your editing's amazing, by the way. The one about where I worked was pretty good. Oh, yeah, because, I don't know, people, I'll cut out a lot of stuff and make it seem seamless, hopefully. No, you made me, like, when I was listening, I was like, oh, fuck, you just left that in? And, but then you, like, cut it in a way that I was like, oh, that was, like, that was good. I thought, I don't know. You know. Oh, yeah, well, it didn't reveal where you worked. Oh No, I, I know, but, like, you cut it in a way that, like, you wouldn't even notice that that was cut out. Yeah. It was really. That's the yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't want people to know that you work at Subway. Oh shit! Uh, I've had enough of. I've, I've had enough of fucking Jared from Subway. <laughs> I I used to. God damn it! He, I do I do enjoy the Subway now and then. They they keep at. I, I, today I was watching TV and there was a commercial for Subway and it was fucking Jared again saying, "Hey guys, I I lost all this weight by by." Eating nothing but Subway. Like, we get it, Jared. We get it. You you, you ate nothing but Subway, and you lost all this weight. You've been doing that for, like, ten years. What have you done since then, Jared? Well, he's been... He, I know he visits all the Subways, because sometimes you go into a Subway, and it's never one in, like, a really populated area. It's, like, one in the middle of nowhere, and they have, like, pictures of them with Jared up on the wall, and you're like, wow, Jared came here? That's crazy. I'm just, well, I'm just surprised that Jared is still, you know... The thing, <laughs> Jared, do something else with your life. You fuck. You has been. I hope. I hope he doesn't just eat Subway sandwiches because sometimes <laughs> when I eat there, I'm like, I don't even know what to order. It's all like, I don't know. Like, and now that they took oh, the man, rubber mat, I gotta be healthy. What? Now that they took the rubber mat stuff out, it just doesn't taste the same. Like I imagine, like uh, Jared's like us. That guy from Futurama from that uh, Willy Wonka episode, the one who's who's tired of partying. Oh, but our Slurms McKenzie. Yeah, Slurms McKenzie. Like he can he can only eat nothing but Subway, and if he if he gains any weight, like Subway will just drop him. I just want to watch a video with a few friends. I just want to eat. Just, I just want to eat this entire cake, but Subway's not letting me. This cake was not made by Subway. 
We we can have a party. Just make it small, man. Make it small. <laughs> this is super off topic, but have any of you been to the like Chicago area? Yeah. Mm, been no. to Illinois. Have you been to Portillo's? What that? It's a restaurant. They have the best chocolate cake ever. Holy shit! No, I've never been there. Portillo's. You, you guys, you guys brought up cake, and it reminded me of their chocolate cake. Oh my god! Yeah, I haven't been to Chicago since Spider Man Two came out. That, that's how I measure time. Like, what movie came out around this time? <laughs> I just like that you said that. Like, like I've never forgiven Chicago for Spider Man Two. <laughs> Spider-Man 2 was like the best one. Yeah, I remember I watched it. Wait, which one? Amazing or the first Spider-Man like the 2? First, first one. Sam Raimi. No, that one was, that is the best one. Yeah. That's a great movie. I love that movie. Yeah, I, no, I'm just kidding. Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the best one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Spider-Man 2 had the best game based on a Spider-Man movie after all. Oh, the one that the one that's like like a open world game. Yeah, the first open world Spider Man game where you can like pick up criminals. That is a really good game. You can pick up criminals and just throw them off the building, and then they just die. And then you can pick them up again and just throw them into the ocean, and they just sink to the bottom. No, the the best part is pile driving them into the ground from the highest skyscraper. Yeah, you go on the Empire State Building and just get a criminal and just pile drive them to the very fucking bottom and they die, but you survive, you know, with no repercussions. They actually (laughs) did that. That game was pretty accurate to New York because remember, you'd play it with someone and they'd be like, see this building? That's the building we're in right now. (laughs) You're like, be like, holy shit, really? And you'd look at the street and you'd go, whoa, that's pretty close. Damn. <laughs> yeah, they got the map that layout. Happened, that happened to you? That happened to me a bunch of times. Like, everyone did that trick. If you're at their place and they're playing Spider-Man, yeah. they'd go, look at this shit. I'm on the building right now. Look out the window. Spider-Man's there. And then they push you out the window and you'd be in physical therapy for a few months. Anyway, let's and, move and on. And then the little kid's, like, is shouting, hey, my balloon. And then... <laughs> I remember, I remember having this little like weird fantasy thing. I, it, that it sounds a lot creepier, but trust me, it's not. Where like I would do nothing but balloon missions because I felt so bad, and then like the people of New York would uprise against Spider-Man, but the kids would all be like defending him, holding their balloons, and be like, "Spider-Man helped save our balloonies." <laughs> and, like, hey, the kids. Hey, everybody gets one. Oh yeah, thanks, Spider-Man. That's like one of the better Family Guy jokes. Spidey, you the man. <laughs> oh, uh, do you remember that Best Buy ad where he's like, Spider-Man, woo! <laughs> no. Why'd <laughs> oh, you learn to drive a freaking cereal box? It's like it's like this Best Buy ad, and it's like this uh, big black guy who is playing a Spider-Man game, and it's like <laughs> they have this badly blue-screen image of him in the game, <laughs> and he just keeps yelling like, whoa, Spider-Man! Man, that sounds, yeah, that sounds like the '64 uh, Mario game where there was this k- super '90s kid saying, "Whoa, dude, check out this place! Look at this brick pyramid!" Oh, what, I f- one of the on. best parts of that game was just going into clubs and then all of a sudden the villains would be like, "Oh shit!" and then you just be like, "What up, son?" and beat them up. Oh man, and there were so many terrible lines from like the the the, the, the random Samaritans. <laughs> Oh, God. That's such a... T- yeah. I found the ad. It's 30 seconds. You should watch it. <laughs> Spider-Man! What's cracking, baby? <laughs> oh, my God. This is for the first game. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the first game. <laughs> You're getting the girl. Save it day. Yeah! Go, Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> Don't link to this. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> See, that game is so real, he doesn't even know where he is. Jesus. <laughs> Get no interest financing because this commercial was so fucking terrible. Oh, that that is like my favorite. I love that ad. He's like, Spider-Man! Woo! <laughs> Oh god, this is terrible. I'm so, I need to save this. I need to make a Spider-Man 1 game review just to show that commercial off. I I want I can you you should keep the audio while we're watching it. Have the audio of the commercial. I will. <laughs> oh god. Spider-Man. Woo! Jeez. He should have been in the game. I wish. Oh, oh, that reminds me like I think it was a Spider-Man 3 the movie game you can play as Stanley. Oh, really? Oh, really? I think it was that one. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. That one has the level where you rip off all of Jack Kirby's ideas and don't give him any money. That's my favorite level. No, that didn't happen too much. Sorry, Stanley. I love you. Damn, that's terrible. Stanley just turns to his guards and the guards nod and he just like does the. (laughs) Oh, wow. So Jim's Jim's gonna die, and it's all because of Stanley. The way he's gonna kill me is the same speech he gave at the end of Big Hero Six. <laughs> Damn, I'm going on IMDb and trying to look up all the any quotes I can find from Spider-Man Two, the movie game. I remember going onto IMDb and looking at the Sonic movie, the Sonic OVA, mm-hmm. and like a whole YouTube poop was quoted. <laughs> uh. What? Yeah, like uh, somebody went in on IMDb and just like changed and inserted this whole speech from a uh, YouTube poop. Wow. Yeah. Man, YouTube. IMDb poop. does not give a shit. Let me yeah. go into. I guess we should go into the final question. Ooh. It's the final question. What's more awesome, a dinosaur or a polar bear? I'm going dinosaur. That's a que- that's a question. Can I ask questions? I'm not allowed to ask questions. No. A dinosaur. People in the comments decide what's better, a dinosaur or a polar bear. A polar bear, and we'll also know if you listen to the whole podcast because this is at the end. So put 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 how many Shreks we Shreked in this Shrekking Shrek cast. And then that's four right there. And then put polar bear or dinosaur. And I'm not specific about the dinosaur, just to mix things Damn. up. Well, let me let's answer this one. King Darth Darthrog says, "Question: What type of camera do you recommend for filming live action? We're we're not live action. Why do you ask us? Um, yeah, what the fuck? You, should, you can use your iPhone. Yeah, use your iPhone with like. You know, I was actually talking to someone who makes movies and stuff, and we were talking about how. Even something dumb like the selfie stick you can use to make movies. Like there's so much cheap equipment now that you can just get it at Best Buy and probably spend 20 bucks and have equipment that 10 years before I'd have to spend $100 on. So like 
there's so many just use a shitty camera and figure it out that's the best way to do it like just use your iphone camera yeah. people are cool yeah, with that make sure, just make sure when you're using your iphone camera make sure it's like standing the long way up that's way that way the the footage is in this stupid rectangle shape that's oh yeah tall rectangles <laughs> do that or understand like just mess around with it understand the limitations of your camera because you don't want to be like shooting something and go oh rut roll use use you game know. boy camera <laughs> see i was trying to be nice and and your game boy camera come on yeah, i mean i mean i forget who, what musician used it as like a as a used the photo thing as an album cover like they took a photo and they used that as their album cover of this big musician oh really i forget who mm. damn hang on sounds like something some band would Hang do. On, let me look up Game Boy camera. Or you can, I mean, it depends on what you're filming. Oh, like, Neil, you don't have to. Neil Young's Silver and Gold album was shot with a Game Boy camera. Neil Young? Yeah. That is not what I expected. I expected, like, some Fallout Boy ripoff or something. <laughs> no. You know? Neil Young, wow. Yeah, I guess, like, this is what the kids are into these days a Game Boy. I guess I'll use First. this. Is this what the kids like? The Game Boy cameras? Are? Okay. I hope you don't mind me using the Game Boy, cause, cause I'm a gay man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such a dad joke. <laughs> oh yeah, that hurt. That hurt to think about. Oh. But I. You just, you just shrecked your sense of humor. Man, I remember. If, I remember in Game Boy Camera, if you like press the exit button or the run button, there's always this creepy face that comes out that says. What are you running from? Whoa. It's true. That's scary. I know. It's deep. It's, it's pretty fucking scary. <laughs> that's that's pretty what deep, though, if you think about it. Yeah, what that's, are what, you from? that's what Shrek texted me last <laughs> night before I went to sleep. Running away won't solve anything. <laughs> running won't solve anything, Lottie. You can run. <laughs> You're going to have an ogre of a time trying to outrun me. <laughs> An ogre lord. Has betrayed us. Aww. Come over here, Vinny. Mm. It's time to play. Time to play some games. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I guess this is the end of the podcast, the Shrek cast. I'm the Shrek. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? I'm Nolan. I'm Ken. I'm Ken. And I'm Ken, Ken didn't talk much this episode. Yeah. yeah, neither did Emily. Ken was mercifully quiet for once. Yeah, Emily. He he was he wanted to hear the Shrek discussion or the Shrek Gussin. Shrek Gussin. It was too Shrek Gussin. It's too profound for him that he has, he has to sit there and think about it. He, he has to think about Shrek. He can't yeah. talk about it. Oh. I'm Jim. I shreked it up yeah. on the Shrekking Shrek cast. Shrek, Shrek, Shrek. Yeah, this is the Shrek-y end. Shrek. No more fucking Shrek jokes. Yeah, Jim. Jim is. This is the last podcast Jim's on because he shreked up his chances. Yeah. No, I'll I'll stop doing Shrek jokes. I promise. You're this is the shipped, last. You're being shipped out tomorrow, Jim. No, yep. no. Sorry. Don't don't Shrek me out to Shrek Elenia. We, we already. We're revoking your green card, oh. mostly because it's the source of all your Shrek jokes. We already bought. The, we already bought enough stamps to ship you out. Man, how <laughs> how does how has no one made a Shrek green card joke? It's so there. Mostly, I, I'm the first one who made it. That's a good. That's a good one. I. I you know what? We'll never. Sh- we'll never top the Shrekness of that Shrek joke. So it's Shrekking over. 
by retiring <laughs> Shrek jokes from the Pizza Party podcast. And that's the end of the podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Shrek. Bless.